Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. You are now listening to the sounds of. You know, sit down. I got time for the lecture. I said, sit down. The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. But I didn't run out on my time. I don't know what you're going to say. You're going to say, hey, I'll never do what he did. God bless you. But we are a family. And even in this fucked up day and age, that we're means something. We're going to have all of us a bubbly, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. And a new people. What do you mean? Absolutely familiar. Milk crates and motherfucking microphones makes its triumphant return to the motherfucking airwaves of YouTube and everywhere else beyond all the... Apple iPods and all the things that you listen to us on. This is all of them. the show that you love to hate, but the hate listens will take. It's Milk Crates and Motherfucking Microphones, and I am B Sick Wonder Ride, Mr. Brandon F. Bomb Fry. And with me, as always, it's your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy, soldier's boy, plus the suicide boys and the hype boys. You know who the fuck he is. It's your motherfucking boy, the infamous nonsense. And I'm here to let you know that I appreciate even the hate watching. If you're out there and you just hate us and you watch us because of that, I mean, you're still doing it, so that's okay with me. But other than that, we got a good show for you today, and I just hope you hold on tight. I appreciate the fuck out of here. Hell yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, we have a great guest, a local guest coming in, and uh, can't wait to discuss all things about his um, booming career that he's got going on in the music industry and everything he's got going on. And that guest, the way we're talking about, is none other than Fresno's own MC, MC Wicks. And uh, we're very excited to get a hold of him and talk to him. Some An interview that I personally have been uh, wanting to do for a long time. I've talked about it for a long time, so I'm glad that we can get it done. And the man that got it done, and he's here on the run and always here with a gun. Y'all know who he is. Never spun. Always the one in that seat from now to infinity. Spun. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not too neat to be from Toledo. He is the one, the Nine only. 916. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, I'm feeling a little funky, as always, because it's Friday. And, uh, hey, I want to say this. Yes, there's still some haters here and there, but I want to say thank you to all the milk people for all the love lately. Because yeah. we've been getting a lot of love. Yeah. The numbers are rising. And, baby, you're making it happen because uh, we're fucking heading to the moon. Oh, we're To on, the moon. We're on a very good uh, trajectory. But we couldn't do it without the people that watch the show and also listen to the show. So... If you are watching us, it would really help us out if you would go on to Apple or Spotify, somewhere like that, and just subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, YouTube it helps us out in let some us, weird let way. Us know you're there. And let then us know it also there. trickles down to the YouTube algorithm. So um, thank you for doing that. Thank you for riding with us. We're going to continue to give you some of the best uh, underground hip hop artists coming in and, and some people that are probably not the best known artists, but, but we're here to help that them out. we believe so heartily in this room that they deserve a lot more credit and a lot Fuck more yeah. awareness. So For we're sure. going to do what we can to bring that to the scene. And uh, especially the local artists. I love talking to local MCs that kind of uh, have that grassroots feel still doing small, you know, bars and shit yeah. like that. Like, that's that's a different type of grind and a different type of dedication and passion for music in general for sure. to continue to do that and put that work in. Someone like our, our you know someone we love Oscar Goldman that continues to really work hard and work on his craft and put in the fucking work and yeah. it's you know you can see it pays off and it, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work to get to that point. But uh, excited to talk to people that have that mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah, MC Wicks is a grinding, hardworking man. And uh, I feel like he's just 
putting out a lot of lot of content, and we'll have to get into that with him. Uh, another Fresno. Before we just jump into this week in hip hop, let him on him. Uh, I just want to say shout out to Fresno Hip Hop because Planet Asia just dropped a, a brand new album uh, produced by Apollo Brown, mm. and uh, it's called Sardines. Um, it's fucking dope, front to back. Uh, check it out if you haven't heard any of that. Uh, Planet Asia, man, coming out hard. Yeah, Planet Asia is a staple in that Central California for sure area, and and he is somebody that got, comes up and down the coast playing shows, mm-hmm. and a lot of times he'll just come by himself, and then just you know a lot of uh, local acts opening up for him. So yeah, very very somebody that's uh, been in the scene. Matt, you okay over there, dude? <laughs> I think we, I think we might have lost the internet for a second. You lost the internet, or did you lose your? Are mind? you alive? I'm alive. alive. I'm alive. He's hurting. Right, well, he's hurting. Hopefully, okay, he's, he's getting somewhere in this, situated. I'm getting in this universe. Situated. Uh, right, somewhere in, in our uh, universe, not a parallel one, and you're mm-hmm. not skipping through. We'll get more into all that shit yeah, yeah. later. Protons and neutrons and electrons. Yeah, I've been learning a little bit about all of that uh, from some <laughs> Wi Fi episodes. This is a good one. This is going to turn into a Wi Fi Which is good. Which is good. Which is great. I love a good Wi Fi. Well, it's teaching me some stuff. But before we get into anything like that, and before we get get to our guest and uh, all that fun stuff. We got to do some house cleaning and something that we do all the time over here. Uh, 189 episodes. You know what it is. It's this week in motherfucking hip hop. This motherfucking week in hip-hop, I got a group by the name of EMPD, better known as a hip-hop duo from Brentwood, New York. The duo's name is a continuation from their members E and PMD, better known as acronym, or it's acronym for Eric and Parrish Making Dollars. Really? So it's just two fools, two fools put their names together. Did you know EPMD? Yeah, I did know that. Eric and Parrish Making Dollars. But I didn't always know that. I learned that some while back. So you got your boy E out here as known as AKA E double and Parish McDock as their names. So off that fucking just off that vibe itself, they dropped a fucking album September 16th, 1997, mm-hmm. which makes it what? Uh 26 years old. Yeah, so, yeah. My math. Wait, 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 wait. 97 26. Uh, yeah, yeah. My math yep, is yep, getting better. Yep, We're yep, trying to yep, trying to sharpen yep, up the yep, math a job, little bit. Good job, good job. Uh, they dropped the fifth studio album, uh, Back in Business. Back in Business. Talk about, talk about, did you do what I, I what I told you last time to do? You were born in 87, yep. so 97. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I, it just yes. saved me every time now. It saves me every time. Okay. So that makes automatically 10. So if it's 87, 97, then you're 27. Yeah. 3 to 20 yeah. minus 3, you get the 26. Right. We're in the zone. So, yeah, that uh, that album was dropped. was their fifth studio album. It dropped September 16, 1997 from Def Jam Records. It was their first studio album released since 1992 so they put a hiatus out they were yeah, they were they were on the years. sleepers for a minute here and then they came back mm. and off this album it was their first album uh, since 92 when the pair yeah. had broken up due to money Cheers. issues uh, some money issues were uh, off of this i want to go ahead and drop uh, the single the joint da joint mm. so which is a you've heard this beat many times played over i don't know like i can't even understand that i've heard this beat but you know to hear them actually rap on it Super dope. So let's go ahead and get into EMPD. Uh, Eric and Parrish making dollars. Uh, the joint. EMPD or EPMD? <laughs> e- e- EPMD. Sorry. He's hey. got me fucked up for hey, Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. My eyes. My eyes playing tricks. 
Oh, I, t- I started typing what you said and I, was, I caught myself. I'm like, no, nah, that's not what it is. So oh, you earned this. You've earned every bit of it. Oh, I haven't wrote it in wrong. Look at I don't know, EMPD. Oh, there you go. You got some fucking oh, crib I, notes I got, over I got here. I got good crib notes going. And you know what? I think I'm going to spark up a joint to the joint. Spark up a joint to the joint. Because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't you? you hey, man, you're you're this is WDEF Radio. Yeah. 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 Russell Simmons just called me to let me know. There's a lot of talking. It goes for a minute. <laughs> so they're in the car. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Good call, good call. Me the e- I make a million bucks every six months, and y'all hating my game, saying my name. They call me the E wrong things, knowing I'm fly without wings. But some of y'all have to pull strings in this era. I maintain the freak upon the beat. Master bass lines of Raphael Sadiq, lyrical mastermind of genius. So don't snooze, no missions, impossible. Ask Tom Cruise. I keep a joint lit when I have to spit a rough paragraph. Laugh when I'm busting your ass. Who want it? Come and see me like 112 uh-huh. And I'll rock that bell with Fox and L E-Dub, yeah. Mr. Excitement, right? The Portuguese of rap, so come to the light uh-huh. Yes, the recipient of this award comes to moi The best qualified superstar yeah. uh-huh. My squad stays on point like It's the joy Yeah, my squad stay on point like It's the joy Yeah Hey, Paris! Yo, what up, Russell? Come on, man. You know what I want. Nah, nah. I can't mess with that like that, dude. Serious situation. D&D is a world premiere. It's the joint. Stay on point. Plus, I'm feeling it. Niggas killing shit. Trying to duplicate the manuscripts. That's impossible. Pray like a gospel. Overcoming setbacks. Jumping over obstacles. Like evil Knievel. On point like a needle. PMDs like the Beatles. Back with another sequel to hip hop. Check one, two, and you don't stop. Rap with mainstream R&B and pop. Now the world's shocked. D doubles back with Mike Doc. Like it or not, we about to turn it up another notch. Mock speed, put it down for my seeds. War breed. Acres with the digs, joint. My squad stays on point like that, 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 that. It's the joint. Yeah, my squad stay on point like that, that, yeah. that, 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 that. It's the joint. GA, I'm in your area. GA, I'm in your area. Shot town, I'm in your area. Uh, my style's diggable, so I'm fat like that. I got a Benz too, uh-huh. and it's black like that. I got maids of chips, and they stack like that. A five-year spread, and now we back like that. How dandy, uh-huh. niggas sitting in their room with brandy. Way pissed off, thinking how they can't stand me. We rob Sean for his pen. Talking, not looking, shooking a dead man walk. You know me from ripping flows with my homie, the one and only, genuine like pony. You wanna ride? You call me up when you're lonely. I'm Paris Smith the shit, great like Tony. I'm hitting, hitting. Where from? From Brentwood to San Quentin. I'ma keep rhyming, still representing. For my niggas up north and in the courts until the MCs taking no shorts in this blood sport. Yeah, EPMD, that's the joint. Super hard. Later, uh, they would c- become known as Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats. That's cool. Really? And they just switched it up. They, well, that's and, what it and says they, and, and they didn't want to be known as EPMD. They said, please no. don't call us that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be weird. It'd be like, don't call us Milk and Mike's no more. We're fucking known as no, fucking. No MCMP at all. We're known as uh, PMCMP. <laughs> <laughs> I 
because that's how it works. I don't know. We're uh, Mike and Milks now. Hey, when right. I see, when I see your shirt, I'm like, that's not a nine millimeter. That's a deagle. That's a deagle. That's that's forty deagles. That's forty deaglers. That's not a nine millimeter. That's a deagle, baby. That's a big gun. That that's the, the joint. That's the deagle right there. a forty-five. Yeah, no, that's a deagle for sure. That's forty deaglers. <laughs> oh man, hey, let's get into a little football talk. Uh, I'm just a little in- intrigued by this whole situation with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, what about um, it? Well, did the man call it? There was a guy. Oh I told you. There was a guy. I told Anyone, you. You know how many people that's, that's, I heard okay. say this offseason say Aaron? That's the worst contract. Aaron Rodgers is gonna get hurt, and they're gonna lose hella money on that shit. Everybody was saying that because it's a forty. It? Yeah. You're calling a forty-year-old. Okay, yeah, you're shooting a really big shot. Calling that a uh, over forty-year-old quarterback is going to get hurt when he hasn't been hurt in the last why five they, years. Why would they it's disconnect his profile? Why would they disconnect his profile? Did he get hurt last year? Why did they disconnect his profile? He didn't get hurt at all last year. All, yeah, he played all seventeen. I thought games. he got hurt. Last why would they disconnect his fucking profile after that though? Like if he knew something. <clears throat> I don't think that's true. Uh, it's have true. you looked in that? Yeah. Did you really look in that? Or are yeah. you just letting that Sick. fucking dyke I'm not, bitch I'm not tell you that on that, the fucking I'm not Instagram. diving that deep into any of in, – in, uh, There's no – don't get on the script bullshit. Uh, but but uh, Method Man also, if you didn't know this, right before uh, you know that whole thing happened with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt or whatever, Method Man is now a part of the New York Jets. You know, so He's he, playing on the team, huh? He, he's, he's, a on the team. he's a tight end. He's a tight end. So he's a tight end. He's the backup uh, QB to the backup. So third stringer? Are you fucking third around stringer. right now? So if the backup Matt. quarterback gets hurt, Method Man's I'm just going saying, in. Jesus Christ. No, the man's selling no, me on buying. No. Method Man's 55 years old. He's in on the team. Is he really 55? Check his age. He's in on the ownership. I give him 50. I give him top 50. 55 senior citizen? He's in on the ownership. Is he a senior citizen? He partnered with the New York Jets. He's definitely though a senior citizen he has he, to be, he partnered right? with the new york jets he had this huge motivational speech uh and video that he created for the team you know all pumped up what did everyone's he do? excited he you know? the weights in the gym and What's he doing? right at the beginning damn i know i heard like first game out i heard him i think huh? they're trying to hold down 52 the wu-tang clan he's almost senior citizen they're trying to hold down the wu-tang clan from will, success will, and prominence jesus christ someone's volumes on at a higher level um <laughs> But yeah, so this, the whole thing is just crazy. Bro. I will not take this um, uh, slander and <laughs> bullshit talk of some script and people knowing shit. That's man, not a big say. guess to say that Aaron Rodgers was going to get hurt. One, his offensive line is shit. Everyone knew his offensive line was shit. A lot of people were predicting. There's somebody in front of the stadium uh-huh. right before the game that goes, uh, I'm not that excited because nah, yeah, I'm going to wait sure. and see what happens because Aaron, Aaron right? Rodgers can get fucking torn down and blow his knee out. Yeah, yeah. It's all oh, looking so at he numbers. predicted the fucking shit. He knows the script. Some drunk fucking dude in the parking lot. He may have Get the script. He, he may dude. have the script. No. Um, if anybody did, it and I've said it on like the that. podcast before. This is the analogy that I'll make again, and that you agreed with, mm-hmm. is that WWE has two hundred employees, and that's probably overshooting it. But say they have two hundred employees, even back in the day. When oh, keeping kayfabe was the biggest fucking deal in the world, mm-hmm. they could not fucking do it. You don't think so? Huh? They couldn't keep. Well, that's why some athletes are coming out and saying that now it's uh, it's scripted. No, <laughs> the NFL <laughs> has former athletes. The NFL has ten that. times the employees. Exactly. Ten right. times. Is it a possibility that it is though? <laughs> ten there's no possibility. It's always, always a possibility. There's no, no. possibility. No. Why couldn't it be? There's always. A you got to give it a break. Zero. It could a be a possibility. Zero. You don't think so? No, not with how many people. Okay, think about the fucking dudes that are getting cut mid-season. And don't have a job and have to go home. You think they're not going to come out and say something? 
maybe they're what made it on the script. Maybe they're made on the script. And there's not the one or two of those they guys. They don't get Matt. the script. I think no, maybe the main guys get the script. Listen, there's not one or two of those guys. There's how they are playing on a team. They're running down the field, and they could just as well, if they don't know the script, they still can run down and cause a fumble and fuck up the whole script. So you don't think they don't need to know the script? Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. What do you mean? They're they're players on the field. They can make at well, any like time intercept audible. the ball. Not, not, ev- not like, every wrestler's yeah. in on every. That's also like saying like that. that there's play. delay. Yeah, there's a like, delay time on it. But the too. two main wrestlers are in on it. But that's and that's the quarterback. That's the quarterbacks yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, on right. both teams, and some receivers are in on it, and that's it. It's fun to think about. You really you don't watch football much, then. You really think that the game relies on two players? What I'm saying though is maybe only a few full. Maybe only people know the script. To say that football is a full eleven man job. If every single person on that team isn't doing their job, then that team is not going to. So you're saying that a script is possible? He's saying saying that it's a chance. I'm saying it's an 11 man game. That two players that know the script. There's 11 people out there that could fuck up that script at any moment. So everybody has to be in on it. If everybody's not in on it, then there's no possible way there's not a script. It's a loose script. So he's saying everybody's in on it. Okay, then if everybody (laughs) is in on it, then there is a chance of a script. But then you're sitting here telling me that, you know, ten thousand people over ten thousand people a year are in on this one script. Sounds like WWE to me. I will say this. And and how many fucking things stay secret in WWE? Well they just signed a contract with UFC. Now they're fucking together. And now that yes, they did. They just went together. Now Endeavor bought WWE. No, no. Now UFC and WWE are together, jointed. No, it's Endeavor, yes. So now you're gonna be able to fight guys from WWE. You're gonna be able to fight guys. Telling people that the Saudi Arabia bought WWE. I thought no, so. Endeavor bought set WWE. Well, like I said, you're going to be able to fight some WWE guys against UFC, they're saying now. To say that professional sports were never, were never uh, influenced by behind-the-scenes forces or, like, money or these other, you know, factors would be, are, would be false would and be foolish. foolish. Because they're, they're, it's For sure. I'm not saying before. Every, I'm not saying every before. Every sport probably it has a situation, happen. you know? It so. definitely. In every so sport. So there's a chance. Not in this day and age. There's a that's why the, that's why the robots media. are now at the football game sitting with the fans. They're, you know, hey, something's but going on Those here. are people, though, right? Let's be honest. Those are people, though, right? That's all That's all bullshit. Those are fake. There's a real people. People? Those, those are real people. Those are, no, those are yeah. AI people. Those are, are people. No, not shit. me. Yeah, those are people. I know for sure those are people. Bro. And I watch a lot of Wi Files, but those Your are people. Your sense of reality is getting twisted. Let me say this. Friend. Let's <laughs> just hope that it is because, I mean, that's the way the world's going. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital today to give blood. All right? Uh, AIDS? Just some annual. Yep. AIDS. I knew I it. <laughs> Magic Johnson in the Just house. some annual blood uh, work. But as soon as I got the blood uh, done, then here comes a robot you hear. Move it. Watch out. Coming through. The coming cleaning, through. The cleaning robot. <laughs> no, no, listen. Coming, th- coming through. And he comes and picks up the blood. He picks up the blood and takes it. You're a lion. What do you look go. like? Can you give a description of this uh, man? It's just a white fucking box with eyes. Why does it be a white robot? Watch out. Why can't it be a brown robot? Okay, well, it was a white-colored, cream-colored, maybe. Uh, fucking. How come robots aren't brown? It's kind of like a My, old-school computer don't trust box. a brown robot? Old-school Jesus Christ, cut us all the way. They <laughs> Old don't, school they don't, computer. They don't box. trust a brown like a, robot. Like a grayish, huh? light gray, man. I get it. I get it. But yeah, so uh, robots are everywhere now. Now that we're on that talk, though, how do you feel about the two ancient aliens you just found in Mexico? Is that real? Yeah, so those little. Uh, the Mexican uh, government has come out with these two uh, alien the bodies that were alia- mummified. Alianos. Mummified. <laughs> Alianos. Like a, a thousand years old, they say. They're and fake. They're saying, insisting that they're aliens. One of them, when they did the x-ray, had female organs. Let's see if we can get some pictures. They said that they'd cut off the thumb and pinky finger, and they could have been just children. There are three fingers on each body. Hold on. One kind of looks like a 
Yoda or something. Skinny, skinny Yoda. I mean, they're saying that they could be children that they just kind of fucked with back in the day to kind of make like a, a – but but they said they had female organs. One of them had male organs. You think this is the skeleton of a fucking child? Have you ever seen What that? are we looking at? What are you talking about, bro? I mean, you're telling me that they couldn't have fucked with shit? They built the pyramids. Look at the they eyes. Couldn't, they couldn't have fucked with shit? Look at the shit? eye cavities. Look, look at my, the eye cavities. My eyes look like those. That big? Your eye cavities are that big? No. Put look some, at the cavity, the big circle around the eye. So you're telling me they could build the pyramids, but they can't build a fake alien? I don't know. Aliens. Man. So you're saying aliens built uh, this one? No, what I'm saying <laughs> is I don't a, think people built the pyramids. There's no way that there's anybody alien. in the world that could convince me that aliens you know why? Is because even to this day with our technology, we cannot recreate it. So, so you think that's a right. real alien is what you're saying. So, so you're saying yeah. this is real, hundred yeah, percent? Yeah. I'm not saying hundred percent, but I want to believe What's your percentage? What's your over under on this one? Uh, my I don't have an over under, but I'll give you a percentage, like sixty two percent. Oh, that's pretty low. You should 62%. go 70. You should be a yeah. 70 guy. You know what's crazy? It just happens to be the time that El Chapo's wife is let out of prison. Now they released the What does this have corpse. to do with anything? There's a connection. Why does this have to do anything with There's his wife? Connection. You know what else is going on? Peso Pluma is being targeted by the cartel. Who the hell is Peso Pluma? <laughs> Peso Pluma is a big uh, rap sensation in, uh, I guess, Mexico, you would say. It's good songs? Um, uh, probably other Latin countries. Is that what well. you were bumping when you pulled up? Yeah. I knew I, you had some Peso on when I heard it. I you thought know, I heard some so Peso. So he, he uh, loves uh, and brags about El Chapo and El Chapo's cartel. <laughs> and El Chapo's Ch- dead, though, right? El Chapo. No, he's in prison. I right? thought he was dead. He didn't die. Oh, no, maybe he's out. He's his he, son. His son's he's out. Locked. Controlling the whole thing, right? He's locked up. But uh, the the rival cartel is now issuing death threats to Peso Pluma, a huge star, you know. Um, and he had all this fucking these this tour book. Peso all these shows. Pluma. Yeah. How do you spell it? P A S O P L U M A. Peso Pluma. Just how you would. Yeah. Cool. cool like cool. Puma with an L in front of the. Okay. Okay, okay. Um. But yeah, he had to cancel a bunch of shows because his life is being threatened by the cartel. Sounds like a good guy. Sounds like a real good guy to me. Uh, well, I've heard uh, people talk about him, like different podcasts. I listen to. Um, mm-hmm. Conan, keeping it one hundred. He talks about him a lot, and he likes Peso Pluma, huh? He does. He says it's catchy music, and he just he raps about the cartel shit a lot, like kind of okay. like. Uh, is it English? You know, you know how maybe uh, Vinny Paz does a mafiosa. But is it English? Rap? This is kind of like a cartel type of rap. So is it English? No, 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 no. I, it's all Spanish. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you understand Spanish, right? Yeah, I can, I I mean, can bump you're, some you're, shit. You're fluent. Uh, Peso Pluma. Here. here he is. Allow. This guy's Okay, okay. I see him. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, a, I don't know about that mullet he's, he's rocking. He's not. That's a pretty popular haircut these days. Okay, it's, a, it's a mullet Edgar. Check it out. They call, <laughs> yeah. it, the, they call it the Medgar. That's what, uh, uh, what's his name has? That's, uh, gosh, uh, Rey Mysterio's uh, son. Uh Oh, the one that kicks it with fucking uh, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah, is that that's he not has that really same haircut? Son, but I mean, what yeah. do you mean it's not really? Is it really a son? Yeah, it's Dominic. Son of a Dominic. really? Dominic. I thought it was all part of the gimmick. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Is that no part of the gimmick? It's not in there. Dominic. I mean, Mysterio. it could be Eddie Guerrero's son. Uh, we never really got confirmation. China had him before she died. China had him, huh? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Are you so, talking about the? <laughs> yeah. While we're at it, though, don't, while don't we're disparage at her name. How do you like, feel about your? How do you feel about Ebola? Like, I can't. I can't play this actually. Um, my boy, who? Lady Gaga. You playing Lady Gaga? You yeah. Like I would do you a like capital Ebola? other after the M, but. Okay. How about this? What's up? How do you feel about Ebola breaking out over here? Leaving Ebola's all the pe- breaking out. Ebola breakout left everyone at Burning Man stranded. If you look oh. right now, they're still there. I didn't know Ebola broke out. It was an Ebola breakout. But I heard a lot about it. Yeah, the, the uh, Ebola breakout is why they can't leave Burning Man. I heard people like Chris Rock and uh, Diplo, a DJ, uh, they had a hitchhike with fans 
like for hours just to get out of there because people, they were stuck. They're saying people are coming out with boils they couldn't and get all out. this crazy ass shit. Fools are just like having crazy ass like arrhythmic seizures. Mm-hmm. Almost crazy. All because of Ebola really? breakout in fucking. How does Ebola even come back? Ebola breakout. Burning, burning man. man. It's uh, legit. It, it's what they're saying is what's going on. I heard they were giving out. Fact check. The, well, of course they fact checked this. Well, it's because of the internet. Oh, so, the burning well, man flooding uh, triggers false claims of Ebola, they're saying. How could that have to do but, anything uh, with the flooding? So I guess flood. Uh, f- waters would Ebola? carry disease. Yeah, what do you? Waters Ebola? would carry diseases. But if you're saying someone's got all these fucking Water crazy, carries ass. the most disease. So it carries like dysentery, I get Ebola. It. Yeah, but how do you? How do you? How do you mistake the two? We're saying that there's an Ebola breakout, or now it's a flood. So listen to this: when the water was like a foot deep, and they're walking through it, and you got a cut on your foot, and that water gets in the cut on it's, your foot, you get Ebola. But or you're Ebola, walking through and Ebola, it splashes and there gets was in your flooding mouth. going on and people are in the it flood gets in your mouth you got Ebola <laughs> what the fuck yeah. isn't Ebola something that's been uh, bon- a bonish for uh, a, bon- a bonish <laughs> what do they call it it's been taken care of for all this time you know, we no, have no, no, we have like destroyed now it's around but there's treatment for it you don't like die from it I thought they're having sores and fucking boils on their body that's not Ebola though Ebola is more like a stomach leprosy or what thinking it's Ebola shitting out your ass and throwing up if it goes untreated then you get dehydrated and you could die. So, but you go to the hospital get treatment. So, what is Ebola then? So Ebola is, is what? a worm. It's a virus. <laughs> yeah, this is what. Yeah, there's pictures of these nasty worms right yeah. here. And it just fucks your stomach. It fucks your butt and your stomach up. It fucks your butt, huh? These nasty these, these worms bites. fuck your butt. They fuck your butt. These nasty worms fuck your. Look booty. where they're all up in your butt and your fucking. Are those real? They do you the butt in the butt. gut. They do the butt in the gut. Yeah, see right Damn. here. They get right. You get vomiting. Give me some images. Go to images. Go to images. Upset stomach. Diarrhea. So you just have to take Pepto Bismol. You take Pepto Bismol. You're good to go. But the amount of throwing up and diarrhea. The amount of Pepto you got to drink is. You can't keep enough. Fluids in you, so you just so you die. Look at this little you fucking you thing. You go to the hospital and get it's IVs like a, and shit. You know, it's just like a nasty little fucking. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Can never, that little thing of fuck you up? Look at this little thing, and it goes right into your butt. <laughs> butts and guts. <laughs> I remember we swam in the river one Man. time. My boy got well, sick. Shit, don't don't swim in random rivers. Yeah, don't we swam in the river. My boy got water. sick afterwards. I don't, don't want to drop his name. It's not worth it anymore. You can't do it, guys. You can't. He said swim his pee hole. Oh yeah, like oh, on uh, yeah, what was like that? On, what uh, was that? Uh, uh, oh yeah, right in the peel. Oh, oh shit, in the it was a little fish, a catfish yeah. thingy. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just a little, it's a thing. tiny catfish. Right the peel. I was like, I looked it up. Cut it out his throat. I looked it up. It's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a thing. thing. And then, it's a parasite. And then while that's a parasite though. While we're that's at different. it. While we're at it. Yeah. Who's only rapper to have a death certificate and still be alive? Oh yeah, it's a good riddle. He died and is still alive. Still alive. Only rapper. It was not Tupac. He was. It's not Tupac. He was at the time. He was really dead, though, at the time. What do you mean? He was, he was the only rapper to really die, die he got a come back, and get their certificate. And it's not The Undertaker. No. Undertaker never rapped. You won't rest in Who that. is it? I don't know. Bushwick Pizza. Bill. Oh, that's Bushwick high. Bill got shot in the eye. They thought he was dead? Thought he, they put him in the morgue for four hours, and he came Whoa. back. And, and the body back started morgue, shaking, And he bro. woke up. He woke up in the morgue. <laughs> they were about to do an autopsy on him. In a bag? Yes, was he in a body and he bag? unzipped his and shit, and he got up, and he started pissing on the floor, and he goes, where am I at this cold-ass room? And he fucking walked out, and everyone was tripping like he was like a like a zombie, and because he, he looked like a crazy little fucker. So he came out, and they were like, holy shit, I mean, he's still alive. And that he, fool must have been on so much like lean or downers that his fucking heart, heart rate just was so Heart just saved low. his life, yeah, it saved him, yeah. Yeah. 
And he pissed on a cop. Yeah, and he pissed <laughs> on a cop. He, he said, said, he said took he the catheter like, out. No, this fool's dead. Pissed on a cop. Craziness, bro. Took a catheter out. The gap on the between cop. heartbeats has to be hella long. Because they sit there and listen yes. for a second. Huge. It had to be like, one, it's alive. He did. It's alive. He did. Two. There it is. There he is. He just missed it. He's just gone. Craziness. Craziness. That's insane, poor guy, bro. The poor worst guy, worst nightmare. Waking up in a, a body bag or a casket. Crazy. That's one of my fears. I think. Yeah, dude, craziness. And then I mean, it's such an irrational. Well, especially fear. be six feet under too. Yeah, and then waking up next to a bunch of dead bodies. Though. Also, because you're gonna wake up so confused. Is that Kill Bill? None was of it's gonna in matter. In a box, kind of like that, or was she underground? Kill Bill? Nah, she was okay. Remember, she couldn't move her toes and all this crazy shit. She was shit. in a box. I oh, thought, no. right? Was she dead at the beginning? Maybe she wasn't in a box. There was I think she was in a box. Cut her in a. Box. Okay, I thought. Yeah, I think I she was at some dead. point she was in a box. I feel like maybe part know. two she was in a box. Well, we're talking about dead people. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about Tupac's the last picture of him with Suge Knight? Uh, oh yeah, the car keys were not. In there the was ignition. no car keys in the fucking ignition because they were pulled over smoking a blunt. I was saying that's they, what they had the keys out. Possibly they were, stoplight. They, were they were at a stoplight though. They caught him at a stoplight. They caught him at a stoplight. There was no blunt stoppage. When they want to stop and smoke, they stop. They were at a stoplight right there on fucking what is it? Cobalt and all that shit. They caught him right there. Didn't Suge uh, take drive straight to the hospital? I don't know. Or they stayed just chilling on the side. I think no, the car never left. The car stayed there, and then to this day, mm. they never found the car keys for that car. You can buy that car. Like I think it's been it's in an auction. It's just like so many places that car's been nobody's yeah, bought it. Car? Nobody's bought it. You can look it up. Nobody's bought it, but there's no keys available for that car. So for you to buy that car, you gotta get it rekeyed. Which is fine, and I wouldn't even change the bullet holes. I keep the bullet holes in the car. You gotta smash it with those. Well, Super it's kind of like, I mean, that's history. history. I don't even, I wouldn't even drive it. It would sit in the. In I mean, the you wouldn't case. drive it, but you'd have to move it every it time again when something you got to like, you got to clean underneath well, it. You got to, you got to, no, you got to clean underneath <laughs> it. You, you're moving buildings. You got your more money, you uh, move buildings. You got to have something to start the car and move it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But to well, this of course, day, of course, there's no car keys for that car. So they're like, well, what really happened? So what they do with it. No, no, they just move it. They pick, the they pick it up with the forklift. They know, move it the right car? now. So what's the, the car, car keys? I think the car is in Nevada somewhere. Oh, you can get it in, in oxygen. In an, an auction somewhere. Or you can get a rekey. You get a rekey. And it's an oxygen. <laughs> it's somewhere. on oxygen. <laughs> it's the car is on oxygen because the car is dying. The car is dying. It is dying. And Tupac, I think, is also dead. But well, yeah, I think is he though? Confirmed. But uh, but but the conspiracy is not is not. Is it not? I don't know if it is. Is it truly a hundred percent? I think it's ninety percent. I don't know if it's a hundred. You can't put a hundred on it. I put ninety-five. I wouldn't put a hundred on it. You can't. I mean, I can't put a hundred. I think at this point, I put a hundred on it. The autopsy. They said the man was six-three in the autopsy. Tupac was five-seven. How do you get that wrong? Yeah, if you look it up, his autopsy report says he's yeah. They say feisty little five seven. They say that his legit autopsy, he was six three in the autopsy. Anybody, he was weighed like they said he weighed like two hundred something pounds, and he really weighed like one seventy. He was five eight, five seven. Yeah, yeah. He had tattoos that weren't on him that were on him in real life. There was a bunch of a lot of differences that were just not the same. I don't know, man. After everything that we know and. We've gone this long. I just don't think it's possible. I think Why he's not? dead. He's dead, know, but I think the conspiracy of the death. I think is it's not. great. I it's, think it's, it's awesome it's, to think. I don't about. think Michael Jackson's dead either. Oh well, I hope that some fish is dead. Oh, whoa, my boy Michael, beat it, <laughs> Michael, my boy Michael. I've, I've already took hey. my stance on this. You know what they say? I'm is, sick of. I was somewhere. Oh, I was at the Great Festival last night, and they were fucking playing Michael Jackson. You were there, and it was kids' night, and I was like, this you know is what some they say, ironic. Though. 
fucking shit. Dude. What do they say? We're at a festival what do they on say? kids' night. What do they say? Playing Michael if your music Jackson. is that good, they will still play it. Listen. R. Kelly's music obviously wasn't that good, so they cut it. If your music's that good, that Listen. great, they'll keep playing it. I'm all about separating the art from the artist, but at some point, at some point. Hey, he's got some sick ones, though, dude. I heard one the other the day art gets that a little I heard in a long up. time, and I'm like, dude, that's Michael right there, dude. Yeah, but think about what he's singing about. No, no, he's no, not no. singing about a girl. Good ones, though. Good ones over here. We're yeah, talking good ones. Like what one? Nah, the one uh, where, he's like in, where he's in Jamaica or no, wherever. No, uh. Uh, and he's walking down the roads, and everyone's cheering with him. And he's man, in the, I can't even believe you're arguing for this fucking man. I'm not arguing for him, but I'm saying Michael got some good songs. He got some good songs. This fucking weirdo, dude. He's a weirdo. He's good a songs. fucking psycho. Good songs, though. Good songs. He's a fucking. I mean, whatever, though. You're telling I me Michael doesn't have some good I hits. No, Michael doesn't have good hits. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying it. when okay. I listen to him I'm, now. I'm, okay, what do you say? You separate the artist from, from the, the art. from the art, the art from the artist, and he himself. That's some good music. Period. Music. I'm not talking about his after work. Even the Jackson the 5. Even the Jackson 5. When he hard. checked out, when Come he checked on. out, ABC 1, 2, 3. When he checked out from ABC. work, that's not my deal anymore. I'm a, one, two, I like three. his job. What he did was a good job. Did a good job with his work. Yep. And when he left, mm. that's his deal. Mm, that's just one that I just can't get with. I feel your pain. I know, I know what you mean. I don't like I never, that either. I don't think, I don't think I'll ever, no, ever be okay. I don't like it. that either. But what I'm saying is, though, his music alone is good. Wrong or right? No, yeah. He never exposed himself. Did he not? I what do you mean he he's never He's taking babies over balconies. <laughs> no. He's taking babies over balconies. You know who did? Some rapper. You know who he exposed himself guy. to? A bunch of little boys. <laughs> whoa, 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 that's, that's not That's not confirmed. He's so oh, my. bitch. No, it's, it's I, not it, confirmed. And I did see the video. Listen, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's crows, there's some fucking dead shit. Yeah, and there's vultures, vultures. There's vultures. <laughs> shit. There's dead bodies. Where there's crows, there's some crowing. Yeah, he <laughs> was doing some crowing. There was some crowing going on there. I don't know. I mean, it's very possible. Again, there, it's a possibility. Okay, so tell us, who, possible. tell us who exposed it. No, this man named Designer. I read this little thing. And oh, yeah. He's now had to. He, that he was a while to, ago, though. He just got in trouble now for it. He just it. had to register as a sex offender because he got caught fucking jack- He took his dick off in the plane. He was jacking off in a plane. Who Masturbating does that? in a plane. Who does that? He must have been fucked up. He was fucked yeah, up. Why, yeah, why would you do that on a plane? Blacked out. He don't remember, probably. You don't ever fall asleep and grab your wiener? That's interesting. No. <laughs> I, I fall asleep and grab my wiener. No. You know, I wake up sometimes my hands in my pants, definitely and I'm like, how did he get there? I'm not defending definitely the not man, but I'm plane. just saying, like, there's sometimes when you wake up after a blackout, yeah, and you're like, and you're like what happened? Why is my hand in my dick? It? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Why is my hand on my dick? That's not what, what I'm saying. On? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying you wake up after drinking a lot of and maybe taking some substances yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like how did it get what happened like trying to run it back kind and of you can't get anything back nothing yeah. nothing at least, at least nothing. get a higher think get about that being in that situation and then telling you hey. that, yeah, you was on the plane jacking off you had your dick out on the plane at least get a you had dick out on the plane why'd you gotta take your dick and balls out <laughs> you just took your just dick just the head out in the shaft you took the balls out too you're like why would I do why would nobody stop me right. yeah. you bastards very you're on, the payroll. This. you're on the payroll You're Very all fucking team here You let me take my dick And my balls out After you go hey, Could have just stopped at the tip <laughs> You were like hey, the man Let is, me do what he wants I think the man might deserve to, You know to get what he's getting Well uh, <laughs> you know You, you get you. what you get and On that on note that, On that that shit Cause you get Registered sex offender right Oh so god you, that ruined your life It fucks you up So I mean He's gonna pay the Pay, pay the time That ruined your life time. Life ruined But I mean God dude You're right Ruined. Whoever allowed him to do that? Not a good guy. Not a good friend. Uh-huh. If you're not a, a friend, good friend at all. What happened? We in the zone? No, we're about to be in the zone.
While we're on that note, how do you feel about your boy from that '70s show getting 30 years? Yeah, that he deserves that. He deserves that. No, 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 drugging people. I think he deserves that. He deserves that. But I okay when you do that. You broke it. Oh, this one over here. I told you. You broke it. Oh yeah, broke it. I was pumping and I broke it. Oh shit. Yo yo. Tell him come to the fucking to the podcast live and direct. Uh oh. It's your boy the Wix. All right, well, sounds. We're, we're gonna get situated here with the uh, oh, he's gone. audio video uh, real quick. He's gone, sick. Um, oh, oh. It, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, he's back. He's we, back. Uh, I think we're getting situated. Can you hear us? He's fucking with his mic. He's fixing it. Yeah. So we're just getting a little situated here. We'll uh, be bringing in MC Wix uh, shortly here. Isn't it crazy though? After twenty something years, he they they get him. How does that work like that? Why not get him off the bat? I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy how things catch up to you. But well, 30 well, years later? Just or 20-something years I think later? It's karma catching up to you. Some people but why not pin it on him evil, when he does it? Evil things. Mm. You know what I mean? Why not pin you when you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It'd be like if I shot you right now and I don't get in trouble until I'm fucking 55. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. But people are too, uh, I guess, fucking Yo, cocky. can you hear us? Trying to do stuff. Yeah, MC Wicks, can you hear us? Well, we're still caught. I don't want to give dead air here, you know. Uh-huh. Your boy, yeah, yeah, what here up? we are. Uh, hey. No, you're good. He's What's back up? Yo, yo. Yo. All right. My bad. I got to figure out technology and shit. What up? Yes. What up? It's oh, good. It's good. I'm appre- glad you figured it out. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Hell yeah. All right. So joining us now, coming live and indirect from Central California. Man, he's oh, uh, a local rapper. He's been doing it, holding it down, and he's uh, on a... Meteor, meteoric rise to the top right now. You know who he is. He's from Fresno. From Fresno. Give it up from MC Wick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hey, brother. Hey, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you thank for you joining for us on a Friday night, man. You're a busy man. So I know that uh, squeezing us into the schedule is it's, it's tight, but we appreciate it. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And uh, we won't take up too much of your time. Oh, it's all good, man. This is coaching, man. Tight, tight. Hell yeah, hell yeah. The coaching, man, straight up. That's, what, that's what's up. I appreciate that. Bro, just getting the conversation started here. I mean, we're out of Lodi. Uh, you know, what was it like growing up in Fresno, and what's it like living out in Fresno? In Fresno, man, it's like a lot of people don't make it out of here. Mm. Shout out to Planet Asia. Shout out to Fashion. Mm-hmm. But it's a really, really hard place to make it out of saying um, it's like the home of broken dreams, man. There's a lot of people that travel out here and get stuck out here and never leave. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a beautiful place, but it's a hard place to grow up in. It's a hard place to thrive from. Tupac got that poem about a rose that grew from the concrete. Mm. And I feel like that environment, that's like Fresno, you know, and um I just want to succeed that way so the future and the youth could have hope because when Fashion made it and got signed to Nas and when Planet Asia, Planet Asia made it first and stayed stayed relevant even to this day. Forever. But every, every uh, 10, 15 years, it's usually 10 or 15 years, someone makes it out of here and it just gives more hope and more hope and more hope. So I'm trying to be the next generation to succeed. Hell but yeah. I feel like I'm happy and I'm blessed to be from Fresno because it's the best practice ground. Mm. It's the best practice ground. Like 
you could wrap your face off of here and you could go crazy. You could obliterate the stage and you'll get like, oh, that's what's up. That's cool. And that's it. And um, that just makes you wrap your face off. It turns you to an animal, to a beast. And then when you start traveling, like how I started traveling, going to other cities, I come with that same energy and their mind is blown. Yeah. And because um, Fresno is such an uphill battle, it, it just made me go to the next level. So I say Fresno is like the best practice grounds. It's going to make or break you, but you should let it make you. Yeah. Let Fresno make you, not break you because when you get broken out here, it's bad. They, it's really bad. They, <laughs> they always say that uh, in your neighborhood town, nobody likes you, but everybody else likes you everywhere else. So for, to sell your own town is a big deal. You know what I mean? Like where everybody likes you, where you're from, that's a hard deal to sell, you know? But Oh, yeah, man. But, Out here, I'm not going to lie. You got to impress everybody like four or five times. And I was local on the scene for so many years for like doing local shows for like probably eight years, ten years before I even branched out to other cities so I got them on my side I got the city on my back I got the love from the people but it definitely wasn't easy you know and uh, you could get the city on your side you just gotta work hard and you gotta just be consistent that's it mm. yeah uh, it sounds like that the uh, uphill battle that you fought there kept you humble and then once you got outside it was like damn nobody really is on that level everything else is easy like I've already made the climb. This is all downhill now. Once you're outside the bubble, uh, which is awesome. It's it's a good to have that type of background and that type of uh, community around you. Yeah, I mean, anyone could be uh, decent. Anyone could be good, but you want to be great. And the way Fresno is, you know, a lot of people say bad things about it. Even the people that grew up here and live here, but. If, if you thrive and you succeed and you make it out, Fresno will build you to be great. Mm. It's either going to make you the greatest or it's going to break you down. And uh, I refuse to be broken down, man. I'm just trying to elevate in life. That's all. Do you ever feel like, uh, I mean, I feel like this when I hear you. I feel like you sound like you could be making a collab with Bronson, Action Bronson. You could be making a collab with somebody from the East Coast. You got real, real Wu Tang oriented roots. It sounds like yeah. in you. I mean, like when oh, I hear, yeah. when I hear your shit, I know you a wrestling fan by you talking about Blue Blazer or you talking Chris Benoit and some of your shit. I mean, you all over the board. So I mean, do you see yourself collabing with somebody East Coast if you could? And if it was, who would oh, it be? Yeah, man, Ghostface Killer, man. Exactly. That's, like, That's where I see you. And even Action Bronson, not. Nas don't really collab with anyone, but if I could get a collab with Nas, that lets me know that, in my opinion, like, it don't get no better than that, you yeah. know, because I know he don't really collab a lot. So Nas, Action Bronson, Ari the Rugged Man, rest in peace, Sean Price. I wish he was still around, but uh, Sean Price is a heavy influence on me, man, for real, man. Sean P's one of the greatest, man, R.I.P. Hell yeah, like I was saying, that you your sound straight up comes off as East Coast meets West Coast, and now I stay in the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy, but I totally dig it. It's dope as fuck. Yeah, man, thank you, man. I just, I have fun, man. You gotta always, uh, you know, we, we get into this, and we start getting to the money and the business, but 
you got to remember the craft and the culture at all times. I will keep you humble. That will keep you grounded. That will keep you on point. And it's easy to get lost in the business and the politics and everything. But I've been doing this for 15 years now. And uh, now at this point, I'm like, I'm just doing this for me. And I'm, I'm just doing this for the love. If I get some money, cool. But fuck all the bullshit. Fuck the politics. Yeah. I'm always trying to get money, but fuck the politics. You know, I'm about the business, but I ain't about the politics. Yeah, yeah which is tough. It's because it's always a business at the end of the day. So you got to do what you got to do, but you also want to stay, like you said, grounded and stay real. Let's take. Let's go back. The, go ahead. Oh, it's just a fine balance. Everything is just about balance. Yeah, you was, know that's all. I was gonna say let's let's rewind 15 years to uh, when you first started rapping or when you first wrote your first rap. Would you freestyle or write first? Oh, I was just freestyling, man. And uh, back then, I, I, I listened to a lot of, like, hardcore rap, like oh, yeah. Necro. Shout out to Necro. Yeah. Brother Lynch. Those are, like, my Sick. two favorite uh, rappers at the time. Like, back in the days when I was young, whoever was the most violent was my favorite. Like, yeah. video games, the most violent character, villains, the most violent. But Necro and um, Brother Lynch and... It was all hardcore. That's how I got my name MC Wix. Cause Wix is supposed to symbolize like wicked. Okay. I didn't want to be like MC Wicked kind of sounds like a cholo name and crazy <laughs> too basic. Hella cholo for sure. Well and so also like, yeah, how you... do I uh, how do I represent that without being like cliche? And I was like MC Wix and I put the MC in my name so I could live up to it. Mm. Every time I'm on the stage, every time I'm on the mic, I gotta be MC. If I'm, if I'm not, I'm being fraudulent. It's in my name, you know. Hell yeah. So yeah. that's far and the expectation I gotta always meet. That's smart. MC and master your ceremony, move the crowd. If you microphone were, controller, man. If you were just MC Wicked, you'd have to show up with the lowrider at every show. I'd be like, oh, this fool's hurting him right now. He's cholo anyway. I'd have to the wicked part. Yeah, I'd have to do that. You'd have to be hard, bro. You'd be like, God, who is this guy, man? He's got the high socks. He's got Cortez's on. He's wearing shants. Who is this guy? Yeah, I'd have to live up. Whatever, you got to live up to it, man. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to live up to to skills, man. That's all. So That's MC, man, I, I had to throw that in my name. Love I know it's, how, it's crazy because it's hella 80s and retro and I started rapping in 2008 but I was like you know fuck the bullshit I'm gonna stay true to the craft Which is so cool. MC man MC Wicks fuck yeah coming back uh, how did you come up with taking the Beach Boys little thingy and, and making a remix and making the beat who had the idea behind that that song Bring Back Bring is, is hard as fuck shout out to my homie Left Coast man Left Coast, he's a Fresno producer. We got a few joints. Uh, we should have some more, man. He's super dope, man. I'm going to hit him up, actually. We got to do some more. But when he sent me that beat, that was like one of the fastest raps I wrote in my life. Mm. I wrote that whole thing in like 15 minutes, and it's like my most viewed song on Spotify and YouTube, and it was the most effortless so shout out to Left Coast for that, man. I love yeah, the beat does that to you. Sometimes you hear that yeah. beat and you just like the pin doesn't stop. You can just like everything's flowing perfectly. Not only that, I love that Beach Boy song in itself. I love that Beach Boy song. That song's sick as fuck. Just that whole sound, and then you took it and you flipped it on its head. 
Super sick. I give it up. That's tight. That's love, man. Yeah. That was just organic, man. That was all in real time. And, you know, I, I write pretty fast all the time, but that was by far the most effortless, natural, organic track I ever made, man. It's one of my favorite songs ever, man. So I'm glad I'm glad you guys are rocking with that. Oh, yeah. Shit's sick. Uh, so, like, while you were listening to all this horrorcore, you know, like Brother Lynch Hung and Necro, you know, how did Which you... we love because we're yeah. from, we're like 10, 15 minutes away from Sacramento. Yeah, we so love like, Lynch. Yeah, we love Sacramento that shit, shit <laughs> Still. is what we love. Raided Lynch, all that shit. Bump Lynch ever yeah. to this day. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hey, man, all, all the gangsters, like the real street people growing up, they were bumping X rated and Brother Lynch heavy, man. That was like. If you were in the hood, you were hearing that shit. We we love that shit, man. We love that. So how'd you, so how'd you go from listening to Lynch and, you know, Necro to, you know, like listening to Planet Asia? And how'd you discover, you know, that type of hip hop? Uh, did you just cross paths with Planet Asia somehow uh, in Fresno? Or, you know, how, how, how was that journey discovered, that other side of hip hop? Shout out to my, um, shout out to my homie. Uh, his name's Arius, man. I would show him music. And he would show me music and I was, you know, growing up poor, so I wasn't buying CDs and I was just listening to whatever was on the radio. And the radio around maybe like 2006, seven, I wasn't really feeling none of the rock. I wasn't really feeling none of the hip hop. And my homie put me up on a mortal technique. There you go. And I was like, this is dope. And I was like, is this from a, like the 90s or what? And he's like, nah, this came out in the 2000s. And I was like, oh, all right. So from that, I went down the rabbit hole. I listened to him, Immortal Technique, then Necro. Then I was looking at all the features on albums and it just went all over the place. And um, eventually I heard Planet Asia, man. Planet Asia was at my first show I ever attended, KRS-One in Planet Asia at Fresno State. Nice, sick. And I actually met him that day. I was uh, 16 and I was like, I knew who KRS was and I seen Planet Asia on the flyer and I was like, oh, okay. This cast from Fresno, they talk about him and I looked him up like a few, a few weeks before the show and I just loved the music and then when I met him, I was like, that's what's up, man, representing Fresno. And I, I spit some bars, and he showed me love. And it's crazy because I met him in 2000, uh, 2011. At my first show I ever attended, I was 16. And 10 years later, I met him in February. 10 years later, in February 2021, within the same month, I dropped my first song with him. That's hard. And it's crazy how it comes full circle. Like, there's nothing like your first hip hop show. You know, I was like 16. I was the youngest one in there. I was in the front row, just mind blown, just fanning out, just going crazy, energy, life. And it's never gonna be like that again. But I remember Planet Asia killing it, man. Mm. And uh, KRS, KRS One and Planet Asia, I've seen a thousands of shows, hundreds of shows mm-hmm. they're still two of the best performers i've seen in my life yeah straight up one thing uh, we were talking a little bit of before the uh podcast was about planet asia and how 
he uh he's always stuck like close to home and uh, he always tours up and down the coast and he'll tour by himself a lot Cali of times. agents baby and then he'll he'll show up to towns and just pick up you know all the local cats to open up for him he doesn't bring opening acts he has the local cats open up for him which is always tight he's always, always showing love up and down the coast so i've always had i always thought that that was very admirable and um it's it's a community so you want to see fools give back to the community and when you see that it like you said it, it really gives hope i appreciate him because he definitely he keeps his ear to the streets so i met him at 16 and a few years uh, later, he um, added me on Facebook and was like, I see you, homie. Nice. I've been here. That's I've been tight. seeing you. That's tight to be recognized. I didn't even know if he remembered me, but he hit me up probably like, you know, like four years later or something. And uh, ever since then, whenever he was in town or he did something, you know, I'd watch him. I'd give him props, show him love. And he, every time I seen him, he would just drop a little bit of game. And I never asked him for nothing. It was just all organic, all real. But he always shed us some gems, always shed us some game, always showed love. And it took 10 years for it to happen. But organically, we got a track now, man. Look up MC Wiggs, Body Everything, man, featuring Planet Asia. Hell yeah, congratulations. That's a hard track. That's, that's a hard track in video. That's fucking sure. awesome, too, for you to be able to to say that, to have that full circle moment. And, Most definitely. Uh, have that validation of not just all the work that you put in, but just being an artist in your local area. Yeah, fuck yeah. And on that note too, man, you mentioned, uh, you know, shout out to, for one, shout out to Planet Asia, Cali Agents, a big part of my uh, my uh, introduction to hip hop, and underground hip hop and that style, especially coming from California, so close to home. But uh, you mentioned KRS-One, um, opening it up for him and then, then being able to jump on stage and be in a cypher, uh, freestyling with KRS-One, a fucking legend. How was that experience, man? Well, here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. Is technically, I never opened up for him, but okay. what he does at small intimate shows is at the end of his uh, set, he'll be like all the MCs in the house, jump on the stage, let's cipher. Got it. So I show at Fresno State. Hell yeah. He said that, and I got I was like rapping. That was like, I started rapping at 13, so I was like rapping for like three years. So I was like, oh shit, this is my first rap show. And I'm gonna get to rap with the legends. So I got, I was happy as hell and uh, I was ready to rap. And it was crazy because that moment really taught me how competitive hip hop was because I was 16 and everyone in the room are 30s and up. And I, I walk up in a circle and I try to grab the mic and they put, they put it past me like, whoop, they skip me up. And all these older cats, they're trying to impress KRS-One. They want to go on tour or something. Mm. And they're just like, they'll step on a baby's face to make it to the top. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. And um, they kept passing me up. And I wish I knew who it was, but there's some white dude and he was like, I see you little homie, you want to rap? I'm a rap, and when I'm done rapping, I'm gonna pass you the mic. And I was like, "All right, cool." So he rapped, he passed me the mic, and I bodied it. Mm. I obliterated it. I shut the whole shit down. <laughs> this is in 2011, and uh, I killed it. I went a few times after that, and uh, after the show, KRS he tours with his son and his wife, 
and he had the gospel of hip hop. He came out with it around that time, and yeah. it was at a college, so he gave the book to all the kids. So his wife walked into me and she asked, "Did you get a book?" And I go, "No, I didn't get a book." She goes, "Oh, we got one for you." So she like after the show, she walked me towards the green room, and I just waited by the door, like, "Okay, I'm gonna get my book and keep it moving." And she's like, nah, come in here. Like, you you can come in here. And I went in there and KRS was there. And uh, he just started dropping game, man. He told me about how he was homeless. And he met um, Scott LaRock in the homeless shelter. He told me about hearing his first song on the radio while he was on the train. And he just said a bunch of shit. And I kind of zoned out because... I was shocked about the moment, yeah. you know, as a youth. But the one thing I do remember is he said, one day I'm going to be on the stage and I'm going to pass you the mic. Mm, and I, I didn't even know um, the concept of manifestation. And I didn't realize what he was doing, but what he was doing was planting the seed, planting the vision, planting the dream. And that became my dream. I was like, no matter how successful or how far I get or what I do in rap, I want to make that statement become true. Fast forward a few years later, I'm like 20. Shout out to my homie Irv, Rebel Line Gear. He did a show at this venue called Phone 55. It was 21 and over. He was um, a local clothing line, so he snuck me in. I fucking carried some boxes. And the video that you see on YouTube is from that day. And, uh, I knew all the rappers. After that day, I, I went to any and every single hip hop show. I didn't miss nothing. Nothing in Fresno, hip hop could happen without me being there. And uh, so I met all the vendors, I met all the rappers. And that day, the rappers that opened up, he said, oh, all everyone that opened up, come on the stage. And I know all the rappers, so they're like, oh, you better roll with me. And I'm walking down the stairs and I see KRS's wife. And she's like, hey, you. And she gives me a hug. I go, you remember me? And she said, of course I do. And then I walk on the stage, and then KRS goes, what's up, man? Oh, man. And I go, you remember me? And he goes, of course I do. KRS one's hype man raps. Then KRS one raps. And in my head, I'm like, he's going to pass me the mic. Pass me the mic. So sick. <laughs> it's about to become true. I, I knew it was going to happen, and he rapped. And it was crazy. Like, it felt like time actually slowed down. And he did pass me the mic. And it did become true. And ever since that day, I've been living my whole life off of manifestation. Man, I got a, I got a mural in my city. Shout out to Far GTL. After that day, my next uh, manifestation was to be painted in my city oh, while I was alive. And Far uh, 1 GTL, he made that happen, man, going through life. Shout out. So, I've been living off that Planet Asia. That was one too. I wanted that record. That happened. There's a bunch of them, but it's thanks to KRS One, you know. That's an amazing story. That's just true, though. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing. Manifest your dreams. It happens, man. Yeah, planting that seed like that's just a an OG move by somebody that is very uh, oh, yeah. that's been very inspirational to a lot of people to know to plant that seed to to give you like a fire, you know, yeah, to burn. So for sure, shout yeah. out to KRS One for that shit. Super legit. So I'm going to put it on here like this. Like, you know, people, a lot of people, they doubt and they hate our manifestation. Mm. And I get it. Mm -hmm. 
But you need it, man. Work without the vision is pointless. Passion, talent without the passion is pointless. So you do got to work. You do got to make moves. You do got to work towards it. You do got to strive. But never, never lose the vision. And um, manifestation is a 50-50 thing between work ethic and vision. If you just got work ethic, you ain't going to make it. If you got vision without work ethic, you ain't going to make it. You need both. You got to do it all, man. But never, never forget the vision. Never forget the dream and always work hard, you know? Yeah. You and it doesn't, it's not going to hurt to have that fucking, that outlook. You're, you're only going to be better. It's not going to make you any worse by having a little bit of manifestation in your life. And it's like having goals, just having goals or having a goal goals. board yeah, or some shit. Sure. That yeah. is, and you're just looking at uh, something in the future and you want it so bad that you make it all you can do is keep your eyes fixated on that and you're not yeah. going to stop till you get there. And end game yeah. is always, you know, yeah. most desirable. No one wants to work forever with no end game. So important. Yeah, yeah. You'd be breaking your back and nothing to show for it. You break your back, you get what you need. You're like, I got it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I feel like, uh, I feel like that's a great lead into, you know, your new album, Internal Healing, which you just dropped, uh, last month if yeah. i'm not mistaken um super dope album you're you're a, an artist who drops a lot of content man uh a lot of albums uh making a lot of music so you're staying consistent and and motivated to make a lot of music um for one you know how do you stay so motivated to make music and continuously put out content and then let's talk about a little bit about that new album internal healing internal healing man you know, I'll, I'll, that, that's like my Mushroom Experimental album. <laughs> and it's, um, it's crazy because I was like, literally, every, every song I wrote, I would have a trip and I would have this kind of like awakening or life lesson. And I'd write about it either while I was tripping or the next day, clear-minded. But that whole album, I was literally fighting my demons and defeating them. And um, what I realized during that whole process, the the title is straight up, it just is what it is. I was healing from the inside before, then all my raps were surface level. I was rapping about what happens in the streets, what happens with finances, what happens outside of everything in this human flesh, human space suit. Yeah. And this album we go with from within and um, I faced a lot of my inner demons and I what I realized is uh, the inner world is similar to the outer world. If you got a bully in the outer world, how do you get rid of them? You fucking, you punch them in the face, you bust their fucking nose, you let them know that you ain't nobody to be fucked with. Yeah. And the same, the same thing applies to the inner world. You got these, uh, Demons like insecurities, ego. you know, self-hate, depression, ego. Yeah. You got to look in the mirror and you got to face that reality. And uh, in the inner world, you don't really punch it. In the inner world, you got to look at yourself and understand yourself. And once you understand the way that you truly are, you understand why you're egotistical or why you're depressed or why you're angry. Once you... Uh, discover the knowledge whatever is negative becomes powerless mm -hmm. so that's how you fight in the inner world knowledge is truly power and uh, 
during that whole mushroom experience, I was using it as a medicine, as a spiritual guide. I was documenting my whole entire process and that's what became the album. So I, I really do hope this album helps people out. Um, I listened to it on psychedelics after the fact. And I was like, damn, this shit is heavy. <laughs> I don't really listen to a lot of my music like that, but I was like, mm. I made the whole album on psychedelics. So when it's fully done, I got to hear it on psychedelics. And a lot of people, I got a lot of good feedback and I was really worried because uh, I've never done nothing like this in my life. This is the complete 360 a from my normal, regular content. Yeah, journey. Regular. And um, this album showed me that my fans are loyal and uh, they got so much love for me and so much faith for me that I could go outside the box and they'll still give it a listen or some consideration. And um, my fan, I shout out to anyone and everyone that supports me because mm-hmm. this album gave me a lot of hope. Before this album came out, I almost thought about like not rapping no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then this album, I wasn't sure. I felt like, man, maybe people might not like it. Maybe it might go over their head. And I put this album out, and the the love was real, man. And uh, it felt like the world needs this right now, man. They need to hear some shit like this, some positive, high frequencies. There's a lot of bad in the world right now, so we got to just keep it elevated. The world needs Yeah, we need some eternal healing, man. We love that. We really do. When you talk about the uh, the writing process or the creation of this and uh, being on mushrooms, what kind of trip were you like? Are you talking microdosing or were you going all in? Like we're talking eighth yeah. or to four grams. Yeah, the whole deal. They're always, they're always an eighth. I, Jesus. I microdosed a few times mm-hmm. before I started writing. Shout out to um, Third Eye Team in uh, Oakland. That was the first time I did mushrooms. And I just did a little microdose, but I, I experimented a little bit on the microdose tip, and then I got comfortable. And the uh, first song I wrote on this song album was called Pure Game. And um, I ate, ate the mushrooms, and I watched Fantasia. Yes. <laughs> I did it right. Yes. did it right. You did it right. And then... It's crazy because I've always seen Pink Floyd my whole life. I've seen the Dark Side of the Moon, the um, the cover. I've seen it on shirts. I heard about it. And uh, I watched Fantasia, and I was like, mind blown. Because that movie is truly art. It's like an orchestra, and the animation is moving with the music. Hell yeah. And everything is one, like um, the colors, yeah, the art, the music. It's all forms of art, and it's all moving as one. It's all connected. Who would have thought it'd be and Mickey I, Mouse, huh? Well, listen, anything <laughs> anything that takes an eighth of shrooms to uh, digest uh, something, that type of thing, it, oh, it's art. That yeah, is art for in sure, general, for sure. basically. Yeah, but Fantasia, Fantasia is dope as fuck, though. You're correct. Super dope. And then and then I listened to Dark Side of the Moon because yeah. I watched that, and I was like mind-blown, and then I go, okay, you know, psychedelics, that's from the hippie era. What did the hippies do or what did they watch? What did they listen to? And I was like, Pink Floyd. 
Yeah, I don't know nothing uh, about it, but I'm going to play it. And Dark Side of the Moon, that blew my mind too. And then after that, my whole goal in life is to make one masterpiece. Because uh, I feel like Fantasia and Dark Side of the Moon are two masterpieces. And when you're in tune and you're like all high as hell and psychedelic, you're like, the thought you think is how there is no limit to greatness. And how could you become that good? How could you be that dope? And I was like, before I die, I need to make one masterpiece. Uh, and um, that was my goal with internal healing was to make it a masterpiece. And um, I'm going to try to make as many as I can while I'm alive. But that was my first time I actually said, you know what? Let me sit down. Let me not just make music. Let me try to make a masterpiece. Yeah. So check out that internal healing on all platforms, man. Let's talk about the little, the production of the album. Uh, who's behind uh, the production, and how do you go about picking who you who you work with, uh, per, you know, producing wise? So I'm gonna tell you something that might fuck your whole head up right now. Shout out to Magnum, the three five seven banger. Originally, I'm not gonna say no names because this is kind of fucked up. But originally, there was another producer. You can give and, us a uh, just give us a like a what's his name rhyme with yeah Schmicknick Schmalik or something crazy what's give it me, rhyme yeah with? give me a little something it rhymes with Bay <laughs> but it, it's, that's all we need that's all we need two words, two words but <laughs> so this producer he sent me all these beats <laughs> and he's dope as hell I'm not gonna lie he's really tight and um, when I they were like perfect they're like kind of soulful. They're kind of slow. They're really artsy. And he sent me all these beats. And that was around the time I was dabbling in the psychedelics. And I... Oh, no. Oh, no. We lost you. We lost... There you are. We lost you for a second. You're back. Could you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're back. You're back. You're back. back it up about five seconds. You got the beats. They're really artsy. And then we lost you. They're really artsy, so full, slow. Everything was slow motion, and um, I wrote the whole entire album to these beats. And I hit this guy up, and I said, yo, I'm making the best album I ever made in my life. Do not give these beats away. It's coming out. It's all written, all the tracks. No. And then he ended up beats to some overseas label, beat tape. Like, literally, like, right after I told him that. And then I was kind of crushed. I'm not going to lie. I was crushed. I was crushed as fuck because I was like, damn, this is a masterpiece. This is the way I originally intended it to be. But shout out to Magnum, the 357 banger. I made a track with him in Afro like maybe a year or two before. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's a young cat. At the time, he was 16 out of Chicago. Damn. And he's like, Oh, I'll sell you a whole album's worth of beats. And he said, like, a real cheap number. And normally I just get beats, you know, from known producers and the love, but he's a young cat and he was dope. And I, I like to support the youth. So I was like, boom, I sent them money. Yeah. I was like, send those beats. And I didn't know what to do with them for years. And then uh, the original producer just ripped the carpet from under my feet. And then I thought, I wrote 
10 tracks. And then I was like, wait a minute, I bought those beats like two years ago. And I was like, let me see what's up. And I went through them and I matched the lyrics to the new beats. And um, what this taught me is um, sound and frequency is very vital and important. And um, the original sound and frequency was like mellow and slow but Magnum shit was hype and up. Mm. But my content was still mellow and slow. So when I made the records, I was mellow, but the beats were hype. And then that kind of reminded me of uh, Q-Tip and A Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I always follow the beat, but this time I went against the beat because I was rapping a different production Mm -hmm. that didn't definitely match the frequency. And it became this whole abstract style that you hear today. And um, it, it was dope and people love it and people like it. And I was like, you know what? I need to do that more often. I need to go against the grain from time to time. Because it's um, if you hear a trap beat, you think someone's going to rap about money and bitches. You know what I mean? Street shit. But what if you hear a trap beat and someone raps about positivity? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, what if someone raps about science? Yes. You know what I mean, it's less predictable. Yeah. So this album may become less predictable, more abstract. Yeah. You so know, shout out to me. To this, you know who did that really well too was uh sorry Zumbi oh, and Zainai yeah. in the Bay Area when uh Mac Dre was coming out with all that with a lot of the Bay Area uh hyphy type beats. Yeah. They took those hyphy beats and put some positivity behind it. For sure. And it it put kind of, to it, yeah. it made a transition for people to come from both sides, you know, come from like the hyphy side and it transitioned them into hip hop and the hip hop heads transitioned them into like the hyphy side. So I like the way that you, you can do that. You know what I mean? It's good to break the rules, man. Shout out to, you know, I've been trying to study music more and I'm like, I'm not too big on jazz, Love but jazz. I've been learning about it. And those motherfuckers are rule breakers. Love jazz. And they make they make it work. They'll be like a, a 17 piece or a 20 piece orchestra. And there'll be like 10 people on a fast tempo. And there'll be like five people on a slow tempo yeah. and another five people on a mid tempo. And it's just a bunch of music clashing and nothing's following the rules, but somehow they make it all work. And then one motherfucker one comes, comes in with the trumpet. Yeah. With the trumpet. Like, how the fuck who let this guy in the door? I I got to think like that with rap, man. I got to think like that with rap. Hey, to this. Have you ever thought about putting out that album? Sorry. Have you ever thought about putting out that album uh, like a free download? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Uh, Just, you know, something. The original beats were were there that moved you. You ever put that out? Yeah, yeah. No, I did think about that. And I might still do it. You should. You should let us have it. And I would have to put it out as free download because technically... You know, every time you put your music out through a distributor, they put a IRSC codes or like a tracker on it. It's a mixtape or whatnot. So I, would, I would have to put it out like mixtape style. Yeah, but that'd be sick. Maybe I'll, I'll let people like, you know, hear this one for a while and maybe a five year or a 10 year anniversary. Yeah, there you go. I'll come with the original. But to be honest, though, I was kind of crushed and heartbroken over the original. But then um, 
recently I try to re-rap the lyrics to the original beats. And I'm like, you know what? It happened the way it was supposed to. That's why we need it, Wix. Yeah. You let us know. We put it out. You give us one or two songs here and there. We drop them here and there. Let <laughs> fools know. The mixtape is coming. We got your back 100%. We're all with it. The universe, the universe took care of everything exactly how it was supposed to be because I told you it was the 360. Mm. And I was as far as like beats and everything. Mm. But since I was going so much out the box to give this to my audience and um, my followers or whatever, it was good that I stayed on that traditional hardcore boom bap shit so they could digest it. And now they got a little dose. And whenever I make another spiritual album or psychedelic album, they'll be ready for the full dose. Just like how when I was dabbling with mushrooms, I had to do a few microdoses before I ate the eighth. Yeah. This is what this album is. This is a microdose before the eighth. Yeah, I'm going to make one of these crazy spiritual psychedelic albums in a few years. And uh, the next one, that's going to be the eighth. But right now, everyone's digesting the microdose. I love the, yeah, that's a great terminology. That's a good way to put it, that you got to kind of transition us into the fucking, the full transition. And knock the on the door. You gotta knock on the door for you. Go inside. Exactly. If you don't yeah, knock on the door, subtle, you yeah. don't go subtle. inside. Yeah. I mean, for real, though, I mean, like, if, if I mean, I'm not going to lie, a microdose will do you nice, but I mean, <laughs> a fucking eighth will fuck your weekend up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to fuck my weekend up, I, I, I want to hear that. I want to hear that, you know, but if we were to say, like, yeah. let's, get, let's get a couple songs for an hour, I'll take a dose, you know? Bro, exactly. you ran us through the whole, uh, you know, creative process of internal healing. So what's the creative process uh, like for an album like uh, Silver Tooth Babies, which I love a lot, too. Oh, you know, super su- Super dope album super from front sick. to back. So what's the process like when you're creating an album like that, which is much different than uh, Internal Healing? You know what's so crazy about all these things is it's always the producers. So the original album mm. of Silver Tooth Babies, and I didn't record a lot, not like this. I didn't record anything from the last one, but I wrote the whole thing to the beats. But my original concept for Silver Tooth Babies was like, I want to make the most ignorant, grimiest, street, like 808. <laughs> Even like, kind of like the mechanics, you know, the mechanic production? Yeah. I wanted beats like that. Like, and I don't normally rap over stuff like that, but things I slap in the trunk and I wanted to be hella ghetto, hella ratchet, hella ignorant. And I had a producer and in mine and um, that didn't work out. So then I got with Obscure, shout out to Obscure. And I wanted to make all this ignorant, you know, slap it in the trunk kind of music. But he sent me all this like deep kind of uh, frequencies. That's why I'm getting back to frequencies. So the album changed from ignorance to upbringing. And it'd be, it was more like like a biography, like when I heard these beats, they made me rethink. Shout out to um, Fresno and Belmont. Shout out to Poplar Street. My first childhood home, I lived on Poplar Street for like um, for like six, seven years, and um, that Fresno and Belmont is still like grimy and ghetto. Mm. And and where I'm at right now, it, it isn't too much different, but. It's a little bit better than Fresno and Belmont. And uh, when I thought about Silver Tooth Babies, 
it took me back to like my first six or seven years of life and um the whole album concept was like walking outside of my front door and what did I see and what did I feel during those youthful years and um it made me it, it became it became a realer deeper album shout out to Abscure and that kind of happened both times you know yeah it happened both but frequency is everything and Abscure gave me the right frequency and I'm I'm happy that turned out the way it did too because it also gave a lot of hope people were proud of that you know people that grew up from my side of town when they see me and they seen that album cover and they heard the the lyrics and the stories. They're like, you're talking about my life. Mm. And that's powerful. After I made that album, I was like, I need to make more powerful shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're good at storytelling, man. Telling stories. Oh, yeah, and we uh, need that. We The world needs good storytellers because, I mean, that's how... That's how we've gotten this far with storytelling. You know what I mean? Like everything, it was written down and told in a story before. So we need good storytellers to continue this world. And you're doing a great job of that, carrying that torch. Yeah, fuck when it. I first started rapping, I was trying to be like the most lyrical or the most like battle rap style. And I could do that too a little bit. But with Silver Two Babies, I really realized that storytelling is where I'm at my best. Mm. And that's my bag. And it made me it made me reflect on my whole entire life. And it made me think, you know, I'm 29 right now. What would I do if I could rewind time and come back and tell myself, you got to do this, you got to do that. Fuck the bullshit. Through all the wisdom and knowledge I got through my OGs and my older relatives, the whole album is me talking to my younger self. Mm. But... You know, storytelling is, uh, that's my bag. Yeah. So I appreciate appreciate you uh, noticing that. Hell yeah. yeah. That's, that's where I, I, I wanted go to go ahead. back to when you first started. Uh, the question I wanted to ask you was, who was the relative or the person in the neighborhood that, that you, you saw first rapping that you were like, oh, shit, this is this is something I could do? Yeah. Was there a person like that for you? Because I feel like there's always everyone somebody. has that person. Everybody has that person, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's so crazy that you said that. No one's ever asked you that. And, you know, shout out to this. Uh, he's a graffiti writer. Shout out to Wins, W-E-N-S, okay. from Fork Crew, nice. Fork Car Rivals. And, um, yeah. My brother, my, brother, my brother was uh, writing in that crew. And I was young at the time. I was probably like eight, nine, ten. But all of them would hang out at our house and, all of my relatives, they're a little bit older and they're all in high school and I was in elementary, but everybody was popular. And so our house was a hangout spot. So everybody would be out there like getting faded, smoking, whatever. And then uh, they would get faded and they'll start freestyling. And this dude wins, man. He was, uh, he was so raw. He was so dope. And he never really pursued music. He just stayed with the graffiti and then later on he ended up, you know, getting more involved with some street shit, you know, and did some time or whatever. But he was super dope and I wish he did put the music out because to this day I think he's one of the illest people I heard from Fresno. Uh, 
And so, I've studied the whole culture from the eighties to now, you know what I mean? I, I'm like a historian and this dude was super raw, man. Shout out to wins. Hey, shout out wins. Shout man. out wins. It's always the people who don't give a fuck about it, who do it the best. They're, they're really right? good. Yeah, yeah. They just don't care. I mean, it just comes natural. They're like, yeah. Hey, if I do it, I do it. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, what it man, is. He was tight. Man. That's cool. That's shout out. Cool. I'm glad that you're able to tell that story. Cause I, I, like I said, I feel like a lot of people and especially, you know, MCs and just artists in general, there's somebody that did it on a higher level that you looked up to and was like, Oh shit, this is possible. I could fucking do this. And, it kind of lit that fire to get you going, and I, I love hearing those stories because fuck yeah, this is really what built this culture. That's that that's grassroots right there. Before you before you go, I don't know if you got going, you got a bunch of shit going on tonight or whatnot. Just a quick little synopsis. Give me ten seconds. What does hip hop mean to you? You know what I mean? Just says, boom. Like what is it? You know what I mean? Like what gets you fucking fired up? What gets you moving? What gets you in the fucking lab? I mean, what gets you moving the pen? Like what is it? Hip hop is expression. Hip hop is art. Hip hop is energy. Hip hop is excitement. Hip hop is uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's it, it literally it saved my life, and um, I feel like I'm gonna be doing this for a while, man. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not I'm not gonna slow down. I'm not gonna stop. And I think while we're alive. All, all we could create is memories. You know, that's all everyone remember remembers us by. And um, mm. I've been documenting my whole entire life Sick. ever since 13 years old. And if we're remembered by memories, I'm going to document them and I'm going to put them through this art form. So, you know, my future family, I don't got no kids yet, future kids, whatever. Any time period you want to know where my mind state was, where I was at, you could just draw on an album and there you go. Mm. Look at the year, look at the album, and um, you're getting a dose of MC Wicks in real time. And um, if memories how is how we're remembered, art is forever. So all my memories are timeless. Sure. All my memories are infinite. Mm. And um, hip hop is powerful, man. I love this. Hey, Fuck you know, yeah, a great, Fuck great yeah, MC great once said, to live forever, all you got to do is learn to sing. That's it. And literally putting your your music on tape and putting you know music out on the internet just in general now because the internet's there. You live forever. You're going to live for fucking ever. Forever. The legacy of MC Wicks will live forever. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, especially for me. I have kids, so like thinking about that legacy and leaving something for, for kids because you will someday – that's 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 a that's a great mighty first step for you and, and we'll check back we're in with here you. for you man yeah, we'll we're check here to in support with you, you through the whole thing you know it's super fucking dope hell yeah appreciate you guys man thank you for everything hey, hey appreciate all that appreciate everything man i love y'all most definitely wicks before you go man uh real quick uh tomorrow big show you're opening up for uh dj, DJ quick. quick coming through fresno what's that what's that like are you feeling pumped up Oh man, that's dope, man. It's always good to rock the stage with legends and uh, yeah. everybody, y'all need to pull up to that, man, because it's going to be tight. Mm. I'll probably rock a few new joints. You know what I mean? I'm going to start throwing them in my set little by little, but I got some internal healing on there for you. Nice. And I got the classics and the show rockers, but DJ Quick, Rainbow Ballroom, 
Doors open at nine. It's going down tomorrow. Hmm. Fresno, California. And I need, I need to see you on the building, man, for real. It's going to be popping. Hell, yeah. Sick. Hell yeah. yeah. Excited. Excited for that. And before you go, I've got to ask this last question. Since hearing your music, we've heard a little bit about, uh, you know, you got a wrestling background. I need to know who is your favorite wrestler. Oh, man. All time. doesn't have to be current. Chris be Benoit. It's, it's between two people. And it's hard to, it's hard to pick. It's between Stone Cold or Mick Foley. Ooh, Foley's God. Mick Foley is so tight. He's the hardest. Really like, he's been like five different people, and I liked all of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. Super so, like, I like Mankind. I like Cactus Jack. I like Mick Foley. Uh. Funny story, since you're in Fresno, I, I went to a, a pay-per-view that was in Fresno at uh, the university, and it was the actual show where uh, it was 1998 fully loaded, and it's where uh, Sable comes out, and all she has is With the, the black handprints, handprints on, the on the tits. That was in Fresno. I was there that day, dude. Blew, the, blew the mind. Iconic blew moment. The That's mind. so sick. That's so sick. Sable was, Sable was fire, man. Fire. Sable, Tori Wilson. Ooh. And I like Lita, even though she was all fucking. I like Lita. Up. Everyone like Lita. We like that edgy shit. Lita looked like she lived in a trailer park. Like, yeah. uh, a trailer park chick. Uh, I like that. Uh, Hell yeah, she looked like she had daddy problems for sure. <laughs> I was young, I was like, Lita's for real. Uh, but Tori Wilson and Sable were the ones, though. Oh, for sure. To be. Well, yeah. MC Wicks, we don't want to take too much more of your time. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We've had a blast. Hopefully, we could do this again uh, shortly, and we wish you nothing but success in the future, man. Like we're we're totally behind you, backing you, and we're thankful and gratitude for everything you're doing for the culture. You're a bad dude, man. Appreciate your time. Hell yeah, appreciate you, man. In the future, I gotta be up. I gotta go out there, man. I gotta do one in the flesh, man. Hey, Come we would to love that. We love it. We love it. Hey, we would love that, man. MC Wicks, everyone give it up for the man. Hell yeah. Hey, peace out, brother. Good night, brother. Good night, man. Everyone, that was the man, the myth, the legend. Good dude, man. Good dude. Seemed Mr. real wholesome. MC Wicks. MC you know, Wicks. Straight out of fucking Fresno. The hood, dude. Seemed like a good dude, man. Exactly. I mean, right bro. off the bat, I mean, easy to talk to, cool guy. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, like, didn't seem like he was too too big for himself or when i just a cool guy so easy. hey listen you could tell by the man's music that he has that humble edge to him that he is definitely got a conscious mind um and somebody that really thinks about his next move and what he's doing in this in the art he's what not just that? going precise. in there crazy very he's precise. very precise yeah and that's a conscious uh, head you know what i mean that's that's oh yeah hip-hop in general is yeah. like you're uh, thinking of your next move. You're always ahead ten of the steps ahead. Ten steps yeah, ahead, for sure. Exactly. Wix is a bad dude. He's a for cool sure. dude. Cool he's, as fuck. He's a bad motherfucker. Uh, a lot of dope. I, I forgot to ask him about all the music videos that he creates. Oh, we should have talked about those. Out. But yeah. uh, I mean, so many dope videos mm. that go along with these tracks that he puts out. So, I mean, if you haven't uh, seen any of uh, MC Wix music videos, yeah. Check out MC Wicks on YouTube. Look up those music videos for some of the tracks that uh, he's he's put out. Like especially the one of the ones he was talking about with Planet Asia, um, Body Everything. Yeah, and it, that's become Super a dope. huge part of uh, hip hop is being able to. Uh, oh, we got to run in. We got to run, run in. Good God! Good God! Who is it? Who is it? Tear this bitch down. Remember, remember, she broke the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Tell it, 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 dog out, out.
Careful. We got a, we got a run in and we got someone trying to take down the equipment right in front of our eyes. This is amazing, folks. Oh, good God. She's trying to take my uh, my microphone down, folks. Who do you think you are? You're fired. All right. What were we just talking about? No, just about the music videos and the visuals. That, oh, yeah. You got to have out. that game of uh, if you're going to be in the music industry today, I think visuals are a huge part of oh, everything. Yeah, Before, sure. that was not a thing. Like when I was in doing music in like 2005, visuals weren't a huge thing. Well, so it was favorite, a plus. If you had visuals, that's it was true. like, that's, that's a plus. Some that's of true. my favorite songs don't now, even have music videos. Yeah, like, I know. be honest. But not, some of my favorite songs yeah. don't have music videos. Like yeah. when I think about true hip hop songs, you know what I put them to in my mind? I think of a role based What do you think about clips. like 98 and no, I think about ro- That's think what I'm saying because yeah. visuals weren't a thing now. They weren't a thing. But now... As an artist, you have got to put a visual to your song, and they do it every time. I think time. it's nice. When I see an artist who doesn't have a visual and they just have some bullshit little background with lyrics on it only, I'm like, come on now. I mean, I like you, you lose little, me. I like you a good little me. visual, man. But yeah, for sure. You know what loses like, to me is when uh, motherfuckers make videos and then they uh, try to put the lyrics up and they hack the lyrics. Remember we oh, caught yeah, them yeah. motherfuckers? What Taking a poo-poo by the boo-boo. It was easy. It was easy. Took a poo-poo in the diaper. I'm a baby in a diaper. Took a poo-poo in the diaper. Exactly. It was easy. It was that. It was that. It was exactly. You know what? On top of that, on that topic is something we talked about way back then was cock being used as pussy. It's pussy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like back to the hotel. I literally hear all the time now. Dre and Snoop used it all the time. Oh, they just brought it back. They're bringing it back. No, they weren't. No, this. They're sucking cocks now, huh? They're sucking cock straight up now, huh? No, they were using they it back in the day. To an, and I just never to realized a vagina it. as a cock. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I just never realized it. Why no, is okay. that? Why, why would they call it, it gotta get some a, new cock? Gotta get some cock. I know, but what is gotta get well, some well, new I don't know, cock? I don't know who took that term and made it into like a dick because that's was what I grew up fucking hearing and thinking. My whole life, I'm like, a cock so maybe a little before our lifetime. Maybe in the 70s. But it makes sense though because listen, cock's a chicken. Rooster. Cock's the rooster. It's the male. So the dick. Cock suck my cock. Exactly. You think? You would think. I don't know. It's not the chick. It's not the chick. But I, I for surely understand what yeah. you're saying. I mean that. I mean I get the times have changed, yeah, but yeah. they've changed a lot. If you're gonna turn the whole body the other way, I mean I get it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with that conversation, <laughs> but we'll back out of body that real everything. Quick. Well, thank you to MC Wicks. Yeah, go check him out tomorrow. Good dude. Good dude. Opening it up for uh, DJ, DJ Quick. Quick in, in Fresno. A very, very, very enjoyable. Uh, talk and good conversation good, good, and good guy glad we were able to catch up because that is literally when we started doing this podcast in 2018 which has been five years congratulations to milk crates good job on the math good job on the math slap yeah. on the back uh when we started doing that uh we were very heavy on facebook at the time uh-huh. if anyone, the heaviest all the ogs know we went really hard on facebook and somebody that was a constant on facebook with us that was was the police of, they narked on us they told them <laughs> that we were going so heavy and they better start paying for this shit <laughs> no but one of the dudes that i kept seeing that was that followed us and uh, watched videos and liked us was mc wicks and yeah. i was always checking his shit out and yeah uh, constantly doing like local shows and shit like that so it was somebody that i was i was watching and I had talked about I'd love to get this cat on, and we've talked cool about dude. it. So Super to be cool able dude. to get that to work out, and hopefully one day get him in the flesh. Would yeah, be sick. Let's bring be him in. The, in we're the gonna flesh. be doing. We're gonna be doing that thing. We got to get you know the our homies back, like yeah, Dioc back, and yeah. fucking we're working on Price. I got my boy Coolball. Coolball's coming back before shit, you know it. We need to get Harmon back. Yeah. Coolball back. So Harmon's coming for the takeover. He says. Harmon's coming for the takeover. See what dialects up to. Yeah, my boy's sweating over here. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm a little hot, but you know what's hot? Fuck. 
fucking milk crates and microphones. That's why tell we're him, sizzling. Tell him. We're on fire. This man's only going to fucking. at the buffet tonight. He's on the sizzler. It's only going to get spicier, guys. It's going to get fucking spicier. I'll tell you that. I just saw Equalizer 3. I'll tell you this. Okay. Denzel, don't don't fucking don't count. Sleep on Denzel. Don't sleep and don't Catalog count out is Denzel. Catalog ba- is another dick. bad. Catalog his dick. He said what he said. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I don't know about all Catalog all that. his dick. But a bad it's motherfucker. In your zone, He's still brother. a bad motherfucker. It's in your zone. How old is Catalog his dick. Said, catalog is dick. Oh, they said catalog his dick. I go, Jesus <laughs> Christ, why would I do that? He's got a catalog. Hold on, let me guess. How old is that man? Fifty six. No, higher. Oh, 61. Higher. 71. No, you're lying. 71. Higher. Uh, a little too high. 71? A little too high. And he's high. higher than that? 71. No, a little too high. 70, 60, 70. Give him 70. I, he's 68. I said 68. Jesus Christ, that's like your grandpa it, kicking ass. Equalizer 3. This ain't no fucking bad grandpa. But wait a minute. Uh, this I brought it up here. Is it like Indiana Jones? This might be the last one. Where it's all fake. Because no, the new no, Indiana Jones he, was fake. It was not It was not him. I brought he's, it up here before. He's but kicking motherfuckers' asses. How old do you think Bob Shatner is? Uh, How old is he? He's like 98. No. Bill Shatner. Bob. No, it's Bill. <laughs> Will. It's Bill. It's William. But it goes by William. William Shatner. Well, Bill. Bill. William Bob. is Bill. William is 92. Bill. 92. Damn. 92. Bro. Standing upright doing all the stuff. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do anything, though. Yeah, he, he does unexplained. Have you I seen watched him? that show. Oh, he's not jumping and moving and scrumping <laughs> but and lumping. He's still talking and standing. He talks good. He stands straight. He stands real straight. You can put a stick behind my back. Do they have him propped up? Do they have him propped up? Duct like tape that. around his shirt like this. He stands there. He does like this. Calm the fuck down. They could. Dummy buddies. You don't think they could? We're talking about a legend here. Hey, man. You know who's One of the greatest wheels of all time. You want to do top five wheel? Wait a minute. Who's his face? His face is Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Tell him. The mask. The no, mask. the mask of his face is Michael wheels. Myers. It's ready? a Star Trek. Go. Yeah, go. You ready? Yeah, we're going top three wheels. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, let me go here. Oh, so we're doing Bill or Will? You're going Bill or Will. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's in there. He's in He's got to be. He's got to be. He's in there. He's, He's got to be. Hard I mean, are we do? We got to go Shatner right away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Shatner's he doesn't count. He's out of his own category. This is his category. This is his category, so he's automatically in. I'm going to fucking the one and only, the head getting man of the house, Bill Clinton. There you go. Bill Clinton. <laughs> he didn't hail. I didn't hail. I didn't hail. So you got Bill Nice Science Guy, Bill Clinton. That's a good list. It's a good list so far. You better come with fire or you're fired. We fire. need a will. We need a will Give on this list. Give me Bill Murray. Oh, oh man. Caddyshack. Murray. Caddyshack. You're doing good things. You're doing good things. And he, and he also was in uh, Where the Buffalo Roam. Who's Hold your on. two? Hold on. Yeah, don't be, uh, don't be selling Out of those two? Oh, I'm going, your, no, who's your number two now? Out of my number two here, uh, Will, uh, give me, uh, uh, give me Will Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> That's Will. That's a Will. Give me a Will. That's a Will. He goes by Will. No, he's no, not no, a Will. No, 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 I can't. That's a Will. He <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> will Chamberlain. I'm on, the, I'm on the dot. I'm on the dot. <laughs> give me Will. Will. Give me, I'm on the dot. I gave him the dot. He's on the dot. I had no time to think. I just shot out a shot. My man said Will shot. Chamberlain. Give me Will Chamberlain. <laughs> will. <laughs> will Chamberlain. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Give me a fucking. Uh, 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 I got my will. Oh, hold on. You got your will. Okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see. Here. <laughs> oh, you got a bill? I got a bill. Uh, Billy, Billy the uh, motherfucking kid. <laughs> the Billy the kid don't count. What do Billy? you mean he's one of the greatest humans? Do we know him though? I mean, do you know fucking Bill Clinton? I met him twice. <laughs> I met him twice. Just do the uh, Bill Clinton, the fucking singer. <laughs> no. Bill the singer. No, uh, give me a, uh, give me a, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Don't you say Cosby, damn it. Give me Bill Cosby. <laughs> Don't you say Give Cosby. me Bill Cosby. You can't put him on the list. Give me Bill Cosby. We already have one pervert. He's making jello. We can't have another. He's making jello. We can't have both of them hanging out together. Give me Bill Cosby. This list is bad. Dude, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's on there. This list is problematic. Sorry to say, Bill Cosby's on the list. not good. I'm going to go Will. Abort, abort, I'm going to go with Will Ferrell. We'll keep it clean. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Will Ferrell doesn't get enough love. No, one of dude, my favorite of funny movies of all time. So who you got? Comedians. Give me a. You know, I got a, a controversial man, but give me Will Smith. Oh, give me smacker, Big Willie Smacker. Smacker. Big not Smacker. In this room, Fresh you Prince son of, of Bel Air. He's not allowed. Bill Cosby's more allowed than he is in this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bill Cosby's more in this zone <laughs> than he is. Yeah. He's bitch slapping dudes, but he's not biting bitches. Hey, he don't bite nobody either. He just taking it. All right, he ain't raping girls. <laughs> he's a sick son Bill of a bitch. He ain't raping any women. Bill Cosby's more appropriate than Willie Cosby over here, who you bro. Got? He does. Who you stupid got? cuck. Yeah, who you are? Who you are? <laughs> this is uh, number three. <laughs> uh, uh, give me Bill Bellamy. He ain't been around in a long time. Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy. <laughs> All right. You know what he was in? All right. What? He was in, uh, what's it called? That one movie where, they, uh, where they're all like, uh, what is it? With all the chicks and then the booty call. He was in booty call. Okay, okay. Classic, okay, okay, classic. Okay, okay, we got to go somewhere for a deep one oh, now. Oh, man. We need a Will. We got to keep it on the Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah, William. William. Will. Bootstrap. <laughs> <laughs> you almost had me choke, you son of a bitch. You can't do bootstrap, Will. <laughs> It's a dirty bootleg on him. It's a dirty bootleg. Oh, I got one. I go got go one. The man's man. William Regal. Oh, shit. Who the hell is William Regal? Pull the, the man's picture. man. Pull the picture of William Regal. William Regal. William Regal. You got a picture of William Regal? No, we don't know William. <laughs> I might have. I seen the I man. I was going to go Will Arnett, but I really don't like Will Arnett that much. He's a good Will one. Re- William Regal is somebody I'll Let's roll with. Let's see Will Regal. Let's see Will Regal. Down, down, down. Damn. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay, give me the one. Yeah, give me the one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take, you're caught taking the shit, it looks like. Will Regal caught taking the shit. The man was the almost in shape. Almost in shape. Didn't work his arms, oh just worked God. all chest. He's a good guy. Worked all chest, didn't worry about his hey, arms. Hey, he can wrestle they like call a that barrel chested, you that's son a of a barrel, bitch. He's a barrel chested son of a bitch. I'll all tell right, you that. That's my third oh, William Regal. Man. What belt did he own? <laughs> what he, year he was that? that, that I don't store. think he bought. I don't think he won any belts. That son of a bitch. I don't think he got any of those. Uh, hey, give me. Hey, uh, Oakland A's fan here. Give me Billy Bean, a fucking oh, money ball okay, legend. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Billy we'll Bean. So that's our top now. threes. Bill Wills. Billy Wills. Billy Wills. We Billy probably Wills. fucked that list up really right. bad. You did with the last one. <laughs> what, Will Regal? Will Regal. <laughs> well, you didn't let me put fucking Bootstrap Turner on. Right? Bootstrap Bill Turner would have been the one. Bill Clinton. Bill Cosby. Yeah. We had Will Smith on there somehow, too. Yeah. I mean, come on. We had enough per. No Billy Bob Thornton, though, huh? We should have had Billy Bob oh, Thornton Billy on there. Billy Bob did a lot true. of things from, from gangster movies <laughs> yeah. to Bad Santa. Bob, you I just do love a good Billy Bob. Bob. No, no. I'm still, I'm still on YouTube like a normal man. Was it you that said you don't like Bad Santa? I think no, you I'm said not that. Big, yeah, I'm not bad. I don't mind Santa. it. I don't mind I was, it. It's pretty funny. I like Bad Santa. I just don't like how he takes. How do you not? How like he takes bad over the little Santa. fat kid's house. Bad I just don't Santa like that. Like I kind of feel bad for the fat he kid. Is, you know what I mean? He's fucking the, the shit out of the now kid. Now that we're older, I think true. about it in a different light, and I'm like, he's. And he, the kid makes the wooden dildo and yes. cuts his hand. And he's also making fun of a disabled. like that type of disabled. He's disabled. We don't know that. We didn't know that as a kid. When I was growing up, I didn't think that. You guys into that type of thing? No, he's in inclusive classrooms. We don't know if he's disabled or not. But he doesn't. He come back. 
really fuck make him up. Me sick, no, he comes back. It's the it's the ultimate bully. The ultimate bully. Oh, bully uh, fucks with the kid. Kid gets revenge. Kid gets revenge. Yeah, he comes back and he fucks it up. Billy Bob fucks him all up. Billy Bob fucks him all up. He gets the comeuppance. Yeah, he gets the comeuppance in the guts. He beats the fuck out of all those little punks. He does. He comes back. He starts fucking. He starts exposing uh, uh, himself on the bus. I like bus. it when the holidays come around. Like that. When the holidays it's around, holiday time. Like it. what, what was up with that clip of Nardwar chasing uh, Playboy Cardi? Playboy Cardi? What, was that new? Or? No, that's brand new. And is that his uh, usual approach? He just runs up to yeah, people with yeah, gifts yeah, yeah, and yeah. tries to give them to people yeah. and does interviews. Oh, we right got a new. Then? I forgot that Sig just got in because of <laughs> the suicide thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is this fool's uh, gimmick. But He's a fan. He gets shot down this time, though. That brings gifts. Playboy. Okay, how about this? Cardi. He's usually around somebody that's on their way up and that's really kind of up, or he's around someone that's on the ground level. So when he shows up with gifts, yeah, most yeah. of the time your security isn't so crazy where you're like, nah, get the fuck away. You usually yeah. see the gifts he has in hand, so you can bring him in. He did it with Bones. Okay. He did it with Nirvana. He did it with but a lot of people. But now two people know the He gimmick, doesn't look like right? a threatening guy. So the guy. artist knows what's, oh, they don't what's want coming. It? They don't want it? Well, they either don't or they do. Well, but security a lot of them are. You know what that is? Playboy Cardi sucks. You know what that is? No you guys don't know it. Yeah. That that was just a like a little act they throw on for social media. Well, no, he's gonna come back. You know, he's, gonna do, together, he's gonna do Playboy yeah. Cardi later because he did the I'm same. That's thing. just a thing I'm for sure. social media. He did the okay. same a thing. Yeah, 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 so there you go. Bring it up, like, scripted. Everything scripted. He did that with just uh, like sports. Who, just like sports. Who, who did he have Jeez. just recently? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Who did he have recently that he did the same thing with? He was like, I tried to catch you here, and then I lost you here, but then we met up here. When get when they do meet up, guess what? It's gonna be that much sweeter. Going get that many more views. Yeah, it's gonna be that much. That's true. Big people want it now. Because it's not that Playboy Cardi's a dick. He's going to blame it on, hey, my people I said this, go. and I got to go. Yeah, I got tight yeah, schedule. Yeah. My security said, no, you look like a fucking. So and so. You look like so a sick so son of a bitch. Like you look like a toucher and the toucher. I don't want you touching me at all. You look like a crazy fuck in the parking lot. Whoa, you're talking about Nardwar? No, Nardwar <laughs> looks like a crazy fuck. Who, Nardwar? Nardwar looks like a crazy fuck. No, no, no. no I just said he doesn't look like a threatening He looks like a crazy fuck. Kind of a nerd. He looks like a crazy fuck. You wouldn't let him watch your daughter? No, I would not let Nardwar watch. Anybody in my I will not wear borrow five kind bucks. Like Will, Weird Al Yankovic a little bit. Yeah, Weird right. Al. You know who else scares me? Pee Wee uh, Herman scares <laughs> me. And he's on that same page as a Weird Al, Pee Wee. They scare okay, me. Okay. But <laughs> so you don't like clowns? I hate a clown. <laughs> I hate a clown. You know who I hate more? Which one? What? A guy who's who pretending not to be a clown, and he is one. Yeah. And I like Nardwar. Nardwar's a good guy, <laughs> so, but he might be a I little like clownish like to that. me. What'd you say? Yeah. yeah, what I'm saying, he might be a little clownish to me, so he yeah. might lose me in he's the fucking like, wrath. He's kind of like a clown. Again, so I'm new to Nardwar. I've but always, if Nardwar came to me with gifts that I wanted, like he showed it was a Ninja Turtle shit and some fucking old school Batman shit, yeah. and then he was like, I know you like this Grouch album from 19, from 1999, uh-huh. 2001, Air Days, or fuck the dumb. I'd be like, you're a good guy. Let him in the door. Yeah, yeah. I've but always seen his little clip. You know what I'm saying, though, right? It's entertaining. If you come with the right deals, you get in the door. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has great gifts every time. Dude, he's like, a good guy. He knows a lot of information. It's, it's amazing how much he spends on these gifts. But uh, you also have to remember that they're rare collectibles. Your people are selling you out. Uh-huh. Whoever he's contacting, or, or or maybe not, you know, they are valuable people in your life because he yeah. knows that. But they're selling you out. They give you the they give him the goods. Yeah, he's not finding the goods without these people. When he, did, when he did, when he did, what's his true. name recently? He was like, who told him? Who did this? Who did, when he, come on, he did Suicide Boys. He had nothing on Ruby to Cherry. He had everything on Grim, or on Scrim. No, they had some stuff on Ruby to he Cherry. He did, he did, too. but not like he, he had, had on, on Scrim. Both. They were both uh, shocked. 
Scrim, he had it They're all both on. both shocked. Dead all on Scrim, little on the rubes. Uh, did you watch any of the uh, MTV uh, video? I don't watch that garbage. Wars? I don't watch that garbage. Are your daughters into that at all? They watch it. I got to okay. be up at 2 in the morning, so, so I'm asleep at 8 o'clock. So they're up watching it, yes. What do you do if your daughter's listening? To, does she listen to, like, uh, Cardi B? None and of that. Megan nope. B. Stallion? Nope, none of that. Shaking their ass. Nope, my daughter don't listen to any of that. Okay. And she doesn't have an iPad. <laughs> we took the iPad away because uh, because that's not what we were wanting. probably a positive thing. Yeah, we took it away because of Roblox. Drew Barrymore was supposed to be the host of that show. And, so and, Roblox. and she's Yeah, Roblox. Is, hey, I know you laugh, but there's there's well, people out there that are strangers R- R- that have an account. Yeah, that have uh, accounts that try to act like they're younger I've than they are. This. And they hit people up, try to be your friends, and they start being weirdos. They're creeps. See, and at like night, Nardwars. at night, I'd take the iPad away, and I would look at the message. It's Nardwar, and they go, Whoa! hey, 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 do you want to have, have an interview? At, I, I have at, a great gift for you. At night, just be as a parent. Be let's aware. See, see. Be aware. What happened at night? There's some motherfuckers that pretend to be a young kid. They're not. So you got I would, on the laptop. I would take the iPad away. I think I, I would take the iPad <laughs> away, and I'd be like, "These people are just asking weird questions. Like, who are your parents? What no are they, way. Yeah, what do you do? Like, wh- how old weird. are you? What What do you wear to school every day? Like, Fools weird say that shit. to your kid? Yes, That's in these Roblox things. So I just took the whole thing away. Wow. Took the whole thing away. Yeah, Roblox. I hear. Yeah, I've there's weirdos like out there. I took the whole thing away. So they were coming after your kid. Yes. Oh my God. And you know. You do, you know what you do. You take it all away. You know yeah, what happened to my do? kid? My kid started acting like she was too old at the time, and she was only like seven, eight. She was acting like she was older than her because she's talking to these people that are older than her. You know what I mean? So I took it away. You know what happened? She turned back into a little ass kid, bro. Wait a second. No, I'm not joking. Not not in the little ass kid, but she turned you were back. You just telling me she was playing it like no, no. She, the kid we we're calling. That was just a couple months ago. No, no, it was about a year and a half ago. So what? about about eight and a half nine. When yeah. you'd be getting uh, so so now when the fucking I like being a colada. Those are those phone calls coming for roadblocks. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, oh, yeah. Creeps. That was those about a year and a half calls? ago. Then no, no, no. Those, those are friends. Those are friends. Those are friends. Those, no, <laughs> those are not Nardwall cars. Those are not Nardwall cars. Those are normal. Hey. Don't <laughs> shit on Nardwall. So now he's in a creep because category. Because we need the guy. Maybe he can help us out. All I'm saying is that is that on Roblox, if you don't monitor your kids doing. There's some fuckers out there that are trying to talk to your kids that are weirdos. So once I once I started looking so I, at things, so roadblock that roadblock. Yeah, took it away. Scary. And then my kid re fucking rejoiced or uh, what do they call it? Uh, Rejoice. Whatever. She went she, down. And she now recoiled. She's, now she's back to playing with Barbies and being normal. Re-possessed. She's just rejuvenated. Being, yeah. Rejuvenated. And I don't know what it is. I'm not, I'm not a shit talker. I know. I know you think it's funny. Re-energized. You're there too. You're gonna be there soon. Re- You're gonna. You think it's funny? You're gonna be re there in a second, <laughs> my buddy. Your kid's only re years younger than mine. So you're gonna That's be true, right man. there. Be careful. That's be careful. Scary, is all I'm bro. saying. I went down that road and I seen that like you can't just give them the iPad and let them play video games because there's other motherfuckers out there that are playing that video game that are weirdos. You know what I mean? Uh, my kid, I don't know. So you take it away. Yeah. So you take it away. like that. No, what I'm saying is your kid has an iPad. That's her iPad. Yeah, but she don't fucking go on the internet. She doesn't go on the internet to play games. Not yet. Her. Not yet. Mine didn't either. Mine didn't either until she turned seven or eight. Nine. Mm. And then hold your kid right now. Seven. Hey, welcome to the crew. Damn, oh. be careful out there. Yeah, guys. all I'm saying is be careful. And then on top of that, once I took it away, my kid like uh, was just like knocked back down to her regular age. Now when I see her, she's playing with all these Barbies. She's doing makeup. Yeah, she's doing cyber nanny things. to look out for you. She's back to herself. Rekindled. And, yeah, rekindled her youth. because, uh, because Rejuvenated. They were try- rejuvenated. Here yeah. we go. More Reese. Give you all the Reese. She was trying to be older. Re-centered. She was trying to be older than she was. Re-grounded. Because electronics were weird. Electronics are weird for kids. Kids, yeah. it'll fuck you up as a kid we didn't have that shit so we didn't know my electronics was mario kart 
Mario, yeah, fucking yeah, video recycled. games. Recycled. That's true. You know recycled. What I'm recycled. Yes, recycle yes. your brain. Am I wrong? What, what was your electronics as a kid? Honestly. With Sega? Yeah, but you weren't talking to some fucking no, dude playing no, Sega that's Boy, 28 no. years old. You weren't no, talking. Yeah. This shit doesn't happen to no. kids our age. It happens to fucking kids nowadays, and you got to make sure what your I kids was on are the doing. Pres- when I played video games, I was on the precipice of just being able to connect my my unit to another unit and be able to play like eight players. Yeah, Lance, on one. Lance, you know what I mean? Lance. Like, yeah, that Halo was Lance. Fresh, You're just trying to fresh connect his unit hey, right there. Can and I that's, ask you a that's question? being able to play like we would go twelve on twelve and shit. On that. is that even a thing on PlayStation? That was all Xbox that was shit. Xbox shit. And my, then my dad figured that out. Why did Xbox? PlayStation think that they were better than us? Why the are they just now coming out with the handheld PlayStation, PlayStation? console yeah. thing? Why did PlayStation in the hold on? Why did PlayStation in the end think that they're just better now? than us in the end when Xbox was ahead of the game since day one? Hold on, PlayStation, Sony though, Sony. Sony had some Xbox shit. was Microsoft. Xbox Sony. was just a was big, Microsoft. Yeah, I know, but listen, I know Xbox was just a big bang like a they fucking were learning. They were boom, new. and they it was like flash oh in the pan, gosh, flash in the pan. Yeah, it was like no, not a flash, flash in the pan. pan. Me, but listen, it was such a new thing that we were like, all right, we've already had PlayStation. We so did. what's the ultimate Xbox came now? out Xbox? with PlayStation Two. Those came together. I run an Xbox, PS Two, and I Xbox. Like I bought an Xbox. People say PS Four. After I rode the Xbox, PS Five. Yeah, listen, good. You'll agree with me at the end. Good, of the good, statement. good, good. We all rode Xbox, the original Xbox, and we all received the Red Ring of Death. And Damn. after the Red yeah, Ring of yeah, Death, I fixed mine. Though. I fixed mine though. It doesn't work. No, I fixed work. mine. They put a towel around it. You turn you it on again for an hour or two. Yeah, you wrap it in a what? towel. You leave it for an hour or two. You no, turn it back it on. Work. It's fine. Yes, it worked. And I then did after it. I we got did the Red Ring of Death. We all said back to the PlayStation. And that's where I stayed. PlayStation 3, when Xbox 360 and PS3 came out, I went to 3. It's full of work. And then when 1 came out and 4 came out, I went with the 4. This guy's full of work. And I just stayed with it. And now that you can cross... Cross play. Uh-huh. There's no it reason make to go back to Xbox. There's, uh, I'm on Xbox. There's no There's reason, reason to go back to PlayStation. I was on You're PlayStation. I had, no pro- I had no problem. I had no problems with you my Xbox. This man got red, scared and left. You didn't have a he red got ring? Sca- I did. He got scared and he left. You know what I did? I sent mine in like you were supposed to, and they sent it right back. Really? Yes. They sent it. <laughs> yes. Like, no, don't even lie. I had like four fucking you, you Xboxes. I had two of them. Red ring. I had two of them, and I played one while one was gone, and when it came back, I sent the other one in because I could only get 30 to 40 minutes on one piece of shit and then it would red ring you get 30 40 minutes on one it red ring so i sent one in one came back and it worked good and i sent the other one out and i was fine he knows what i'm talking about that man was there and i'm telling you right now that's why you wondered you told me why did we all go back to playstation to this day though to this day though like he said it doesn't matter anymore it's all cross-platform It's everything's crossed. You got a song pick for me my friend (laughs) (laughs) you got a song pick for me i got a song pick for you song picks of the motherfucking week. I got a song quick for you. Let song me get a. Let me get a. What you got? What let you, me get a Wix you, bring back. Yeah, yeah. That's such a hard. Motherfucking week. Let me get a Wix it's, bring back. I think it has back. a video uh, with it. Too. Yeah, a cool video too. Yes, sir. Um, that's a good one, man. Shout out to MC Wix uh, again. Go see him live tomorrow. Yeah, you Fresno. Go. Especially if you're a fan of DJ, DJ Quick. Quick too. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got. You I got. Saw a DJ Quick. I saw DJ Quick one time live, and it was a, a surprise appearance at Rock the Bells. We didn't even know he was going to be there, and just came out. And, like, I was a child. He watching killed it DJ. for a few songs. DJ Quick was a, was a cool guy. When yeah, I was he's a old guy. school. Yeah, for my sure. mom used to bump his shit. I love it. Black pussy. Always talking about it because I love it. Jesus Christ. Here's MC Wix with Bring It Back. 
bring back the feeling like I'm rhyming in the essence. Honestly, I'm just a blessing. I'm killing it in the present. Hip hop representing. I'm going the right direction. This ain't dying. They lying. I'm here to resurrect it. Just a dope MC making this history. Born with all of this talent. It ain't a mystery. But certainly I'm knowing that this is my destiny. The way I'm rhyming over these beats. Do it so perfectly. When it comes to battling, killing them verbally. Hurting they feelings easily. Doing it all purposely. Most of these rappers is trash. Couldn't come close to me. Need a whole lot of practice, give them a century. You look way younger here, too. It's getting really scary. Leave a body and buried up in the cemetery. Well, I'm living forever because I'm legendary. I said I'm living forever because I'm legendary. Bring back the feeling. Kick a little flavor, I'm a beast. I show you how to stab it. Crazy with a rhyme. That mixing is just sick. Anytime you got mixing your shit, you're hurting. You recognize the name. MC Wigs back in the game, rhyming with adrenaline. Rappers is so sensitive. No, I don't want to be your friend. Strictly delivery good, Don't talk to me about rapping. I'm nice with this pen. Follows victory. You know I always take the win. I got my own style while these other rappers follow trends. Do my own thing. Not interested in fitting in. Steady styling. Got the crowd wilding. I see your girl in the corner and she is smiling. Cause she ain't never heard a cat this dope, you know. Professional with the flow. Now she the group. This is the power of rhyming, isn't it magical? Hungry in the game like I'm a starving cannibal Slaughtering rappers, leave their family all miserable I see no competition like these cats invisible You rhyming better than me, that's just a miracle Sick So hard So hard with the Beach Boys on it? <laughs> yeah, that sample is so, so hard So sick That's probably my favorite Beach Boys song too I always thought how the Beach Boys make that sound back then. It's like a sound that's just classic. That's true. That's true. Super classic. It's, it's, it's their it. own sound, I would say. It's clean. Hello. Hello. MC Wicks. The hip hop movements are so cool. You know, there's there's the. Yeah. I say there's the hip hop movements. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Everybody knows, bro. You throw your hand up to the left, to the right. I, I know where I you're from. It. I love it. I love it. MC Wicks, baby. With Hard. Get Wiki Sound. Bring Get back. Wiki Sound in. MC Wicked is who he is to us here. He gave us the real low key. Wiki, MC Wiki, Wicked. Wiki. I'm not going to lie. When he I, I this is crazy that you said that. Is because when uh, he was saying that MC Wicks stands for MC Wicked, I knew that already. Yeah, me too. Me too. For sure. For sure. And I think it's just be an, uh, uh, like back in the day being a writer. Uh, Fools used to like always abbreviate like crazy was craze or wicked mm. was wick or you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, Everyone yeah, was yeah. like taking that shit, yeah. doing that when they were writing. So I kind of for some reason had a feeling maybe I knew it already. Maybe I heard it somewhere or I just had that feeling. So right when he said, yeah. I was like, pussy was yeah. cock. Pussy was cock. Yeah, back, <laughs> in those days. back in the day. Back in the days. What so, do you got? What do you got? What do you got? You what got you a conspiracy theorist for us real quick? You uh, can hit me with a little something before you go. You give me a little something. Just, no, we need a song pick. No, you got a song pick, but give me a little something. That give me, me MC Wick's uh, Body Everything with Planet uh, Asia. That, he was talking about this. Yeah, one, uh, yeah, yeah. During the interview. It's a dope one. Shout out to Planet Asia again. Uh, shout out to MC Wicks. Two bad motherfuckers come out of uh, What's visuals. How old is he? How old is he now? What, we'll, we'll is he older than us? After. Is he our age? 
Uh, Wicks is our age, though, no, right? No, he's younger because he said younger. Out of the Womb at 94 in one oh, of the okay. songs. So not so. too bad, though. He's, he's like, he's what, younger. 30? That's like no, eight, he said eight he's years. said 29 right 29, 29. Eight I years, wish you would listen. Eight years younger. I wish I'd do math. I do math better. <laughs> My math eight isn't as good. Forgive me. Well, no, he told you. Okay. He said he was 29. I didn't Did catch he? that. Yeah. But, uh, he didn't ca- I didn't catch it. He didn't sick. You caught that? This guy's got a mid on tonight. Yeah, good job, man. Good job. Shout out MC Wicks and Planet Asia, Body Everything. Any means. They ask why I'm rowdy and body everything. Came from the gutter, try to see better things. They ask why I'm rowdy and body everything. Gotta get this money. I'm starving, I'm thieving and feasting, feeding my demons. Logical reason, I gotta get it for myself and my family. Fuck a critic. Ain't adopting a gimmick. Ain't lying to kick it. I make noise, you spit whack lyrics and hear crickets. Competition is timid. in my town going Hollywood over little shit knowing they can't fuck with the father even a little bit stop acting like a little bitch rep where you come from the tools and fuels got your little dudes stunting on your loved ones this is rapid fire Zion Booker Zachariah old dirty bastard Mariah organic optimizer five five nine yo west side scientist your royal highness and when it comes to my shooter I'm biased they ask why I'm rowdy and body everything came from the gutter trying to see better things Hit him short and sweet with it. They ask why I'm rowdy and body everything. Yup. Came from the gutter, try to see better things. They ask why I'm rowdy and body everything. Gotta get this paper, G. You been to San Jose and kick? Or not San Jose? You been to Fresno a lot and kicked it out there? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not myself. I've driven through. I've been to a the lot college. Time, to I went to the Bulldog College. Was that even in Fresno? Bulldog, yeah, I Fresno went to State. The Bulldog College. No, I went there. My boy was my Fresno boy was going State, to school there. He huh? went there and picked him up one time. But I mean, I never chilled there. We came back home after that. Yeah, I just drive through it when I'm going to SoCal. Oh, I mean, come on, you drive through, but you never stopped there. Uh, no, it's, it's a drive through. No, I never been there. Have you, you you went and kicked it. You said there, huh? But uh. Mm-hmm. What do you do there? <laughs> what do you do there? Uh, you trying to get Bruno that paper? Bruno was G? living out there Biden at one meets. point, and then Styles moved out there. So I went out there one time, and then was it Bruno cool? was living out with his parents. Was it cool though? Brother, 
We didn't really do nothing. You go to no party or nothing? Like no, we didn't really do nothing. But I also went to shows there, or not shows there, but wrestling show there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. remember that big story fresh. about about it's Chris Heron? No, Bruin was from Fresh. No, he's from Chris the Fresh. I know. Yeah, remember that story about he's went he went dark again. Remember that story about Chris Heron out of Fresno State, Brandon? Yes. The whole, yes, the whole story. He ended up, up Chris in Modesto. Heron. He Chris ended up Heron. in Modesto. Yeah, he ended up in Modesto. He was a great basketball was, player. Yeah. They got on the what did he Celtics. Do? Chris signed Heron. by the Celtics. He's been on the Celtics. Listen to is this. Is this a true story? Yeah, first yeah. round draft pick. All right, show me it. Pull Chris, it up. Chris Heron, funny, funny enough, funny you should say was that. addicted <laughs> to heroin. No way. <laughs> Chris Heron went on to play in the majors with the heroin. He ended up on the streets he's of Modesto. Like, yeah, his story's like, wait a minute, is this the black guy that's at the gas station? He's a white dude. He's like, I ended up in some city. That's Delonte West. Yeah. I always yeah. try to remember the name. Yeah. Delonte West. He's a, light right he's a light skinned guy. You did good. You did good. He's a light skinned guy. <laughs> he's in the gas station. He's a brother. He's yeah. a brother. And he's, he's out there asking for cash like I that. But people always take pictures with him and shit. Yeah. We're going to go with something new. MC Wicks, real quick. Some new shit. City Blocks. Uh, what's the name again before you go? Uh, Dante West. There you go. Ooh, I like this. Right, Turn this up. Cause don't nobody love you when you broke and you're hopeless. Down on the ground, strung out, homeless. Do a lot of the sound I told you. We're gonna get back. Hey, son of a bitch. In the casket, shooting people with the same pigment. What is that bullshit? Fall victim to the politics, like stuck in the system. Don't see you as a human, just another statistic. Believe in yourself, try to make it out the ghetto with a logical route. You just gotta find your angle. Keep God close to your heart. Go send some angels, obstacles, planet in poverty. Give the strategy to make you lose your life. Over that money tree, it's black and white, plain and simple. They ain't fooling me. Peace to all the OGs and family that was schooling me. The best they little city in the USA. Isn't that okay? Is that Reno? That's the biggest little city. <laughs> is that Reno? That's the biggest little city. Yeah. Until my heart stops. I'm just walking through my city blocks, trying to find a million dollars. Lost in my thoughts. I'm just walking through my city blocks. Showing love to the pavement until my heart stops. I'm just walking through my city blocks, trying to plot a million dollars. Lost in my Sometimes I pray it rains just so I can shed a tear in peace. All alone, one deep in these lonely streets, molded by my environment. That's the east. Cutthroat backstab each other just to eat. Competitive nature. We gotta compete, and if we don't got racks, then we don't feel complete. I don't ever count favors, I burn my receipts. Open my eyes, and this what I see. Baby on the shoulder, cause she can't afford a stroller. Doesn't have a problem, like got murdered by street nice. soldiers. And he won't ever get to meet him, even when he's on Baby on the shoulder, city, cause she can't afford a stroller. Twinkers pipped his daughters. Just to get high, stray bullets killing a child And they try by the local man Putting his life on the line to get by Suckers robbing and killing, that shit is not fly I'm just walking through my city blocks Showing love to the pavement until my heart stops I'm just walking through my city blocks Trying to find a million dollars Lost in my thoughts I'm just walking through my city blocks Showing love to the pavement until my heart stops. I'm just walking through my city blocks, trying to plot a million Good Lord. 
lost in my thoughts. Woo! Hey, that last shot is sick, though. If we're going to get the 20, the 50, and the $100 bill on that little shot glass shot with the quarters and the change. Shout out to MC Wicks, man. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. Thank you for providing us with great music to soundtrack our life with. Uh, He needs to do a collab with Ghostface for sure. I can see them doing a a number of tracks together, you know, like. I can just uh, see that. I, I've also. If you want to know what that song was, that. that was MC Wick City Blocks. Go check it out oh, on yeah. YouTube. That was um, his uh, his album before this current one that just came out. Yeah, Vivid Visions. And uh, definitely like somebody that's always evolving. So you're not gonna find a <laughs> album that sounds similar to the last no, one, which no. we love. That's hip hop, baby. Like, always bringing bars. Got to be changing it up. Bars. And that, like I said, I I've been um, on the podcast lately, really talking about. Dr. Seuss rhymes. Who and stuff are like you? That. Who are you? MC Wicks brings it, and that those that bar no, right there is more than that Dr. bar Seuss. that I know. No. I'm not saying oh, him. Okay, I'm like, proving to you why I get mad at other rappers that do Dr. Seuss shit is because MC Wicks is over here putting his heart into the shit for sure, and has bars for sure. like uh, uh, "Baby on the shoulder" because she can't afford a stroller. Yeah, that that's is hard. putting heart into your fucking craft. That's sad. You can and, visualize the visualizer, and, and that's and that's uh, uh, one of my favorite battle rappers, Geechee Gotti. Uh, something he always says his his uh, his motto. What's no 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 his punchline is every fucking bar and what that means is like you better put your heart in there's not going to be a lot of filler bar. there it's like everything make i'm doing every bar every sentence is going to fucking said, mean sir. something make it count exactly it's gonna it's gonna ha- it's gonna punch every bar is gonna fucking punch and, and i get upset at rappers that i know have that potential but just take the shortcut because they're trying to get past a writer's block or trying to get just through this one project just want to oh i heard this beat and i just got to write to this and get to the end of it Instead of yeah. putting their fucking time and effort into it and every fucking bar. And MC Wicks puts his heart into that shit. Yeah, you, right can, no, you right, can hear right that. Right. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. And right that's, that's what I fucking... That's what I enjoy. And when I hear something like that, it really like makes me... Especially from a younger cat, it really makes me happy knowing that uh, there are some cats in hip-hop that are still taking it in the right direction. What kind of cat are you? You black I'm cat, a, I'm a white alley cat, cat, alley cat. I'm a, I'm a tuxedo. Cat. I'm a tuxedo, tuxedo cat. You got tuxedo. Black I got white. a tux. I got two I'm tuxes. A cat with, I'm a cat with a little black. I mustache, got two tuxes. I was telling these motherfuckers at the wedding last time. I got two tuxes. I see it. I the blue one. I see the blue tux. one. I seen the tux. I got I, my wedding tux. I've seen both. The tuxes. And I got my funeral tux. Oh, that's, yeah, you got the blue one. And you got the black one. I've seen the blue one more often than I have the funeral tux. So I know the tux. When I see the black one gets pulled out, that's not my favorite tux to see. I don't want to see that tux. I don't want to see that tux. Trust me. That is pretty wild. Uh, Do me a favor, though. Wear the blues tuxedo at my funeral, please. I don't need the black one. I'm the black one. <laughs> no, I don't need the black yeah, one. It's I need the blue out. one at mine, okay? Blue I one paid at mine. money for a funeral No, no, no. no. I'm asking you now. On record, you show up with the blue one. I don't want the black one at mine. God damn it. No, I want you to look to. good. I want you to look good. I want you to look real the good. I don't want you to look sad. Really good. No, I want you to look good. I don't want you to look sad. I got a good little piece, time piece nah, for the black one. You're going to walk up. You got a good time piece. You look like you're going to dance. You look like you're dancing that night. I don't need you looking sad. Yeah, the blue one. You're looking back, you're going to dance. Yeah. I like so to take off the, the jacket and dance with the little vest on. I like that. Ooh, I never No undershirt, no just vest. a vest. <laughs> he just has the vest and no undershirt. Jacket, tits on both Sick. sides. Put your titties Sick. away. What is going Sick. on? He's, 
hairy nips. He's hey, Sig, put your titties it. away. He's getting it. No one's sure. Hey, Uncle Sig's out with his dripping <laughs> titties again. <laughs> Why is he doing this? <laughs> it's a funeral. It's a funeral. Why is his titties hey, dripping ever, so much? You ever seen Sig, <laughs> this is a funeral. You ever seen wedding crashes, bro? Funerals are the place to pick up chicks. They are the saddest bitches. They want it. They want it. It's always a party afterwards, <laughs> dog. Telling you, telling you. And did you hear Mom, that? Uncle Sig's is out again. Did you, did you Uncle hear that? Uncle Sig's a sicko. Did you hear sicko. Uncle Siggo. Uncle Siggo. Did you hear Uncle Siggo? That's your new name tonight. You got it. You earned it tonight. Someone tell Sig to go sit down. Someone tell Uncle Siggo to stop being a sicko. What the fuck is Uncle Siggo doing? Uncle Siggo in the house. Uncle Sick Freak, that damn son of a bitch. That's your name tonight. You're always looking for one. You got a new one. Did you hear that new Aesop Rock track, bro? Are Which you, one? Yeah, the one you sent to us. <laughs> yeah, he, did you listen to it? Yeah, I, I think I did, actually. What'd you play, play it again, play what, it again, play what, it again. What'd you think? Well, let's play it again. Play yeah, it. He had, well, he just put out a video today for the track. Mm-hmm. You mind mm-hmm. playing a little snippet of it? I'll play the whole thing. He just you. announced a brand new album. Yeah, we'll play the whole thing. <laughs> he just it's announced a brand new album. It's 920. It's 920. Integrated tech solutions. He's getting techie. He's getting he sounds a- like a tech crew. He's AI. It's like a job. AI Mindful solutions. Oh, that's, even so that's the name of the song. That sounds like a that's fucking job. Mindful Solutions. Who are you working for? I'm working for Mindful Solutions. Integrated Tech Crew. Mindful Solutions. Yeah, it I sounds think. like a legit job in a 2. corporate office. 2.5 million years ago. Woo, dumping. Mine made a tool from a stone and defended He's dropping. Technology. Sorry for the technical term. It's a wheel and a fire and a rest is a blur. For a theorized Is he 40? Who is this? I know, I'm joking. He's coming hard. The method isn't free until the mechanism followed at technology. Innovate a difference. A feat of engineering. A system made efficient. There isn't a condition, complication, a revision where the answer to build a more sophisticated widget. Idiot. He controls the iRobots. It sounds like his voice needs oil, huh? Like you need to put oil in it to make it do that noise. He does all the beats himself, I think. And he skateboards. And he skateboards. He's a professional skateboarder. I don't know if he's pro, but he does your gig as awesome as it is wait it gets awful you can split an atom willy nilly if it's energy that can be used for killing then it will be it's not 
not about a better knife, it's chemistry and genocide and medicine for tempering the heck and a projector light. Landmines, Agent Orange, leaded gas, cigarettes, cameras in your favorite corners, plastic in the wilderness. We cannot be trusted with the stuff that we come up with. The machinery could eat us, we just really love our buttons. Um, technology, focus on the other shit. Pretty printed body parts, dehydrated onion dip. You could buy a jet ski from a cell phone on a jumbo jet. H-N-O-L-O-G-Y, it's the ultimate. Hey, when I close my eyes, I just see him just just rhyming, like flicking off, flicking off, flicking off, flicking off, pushing and pushing off. He's killing it. He's killing it, bro. Bro, it's so amazing to see where he is now. What, what, like That's crazy, right? The way that the style has evolved. And you kind of always heard it and you saw it. And then it's just like kept getting better and better and better and better. What kind of program do you think he's using for his robot voice? Uh, He's a robot. What is this? He's obviously tapped into the Elon Musk. Yes. uh, Yes. uh, What was that thing that he was doing? The Elon Musk was doing? Neuralink. He's Neuralink. He's Neuralink. Neuralink. They they got the computer running on him and he's just talking through the computer. He's Aesop Link. He's Aesop LinkedIn. He's Aesop Aesop LinkedIn. Yeah, he's downloading his uh, yes. the language from his, his consciousness <laughs> up <laughs> into the earth. As the sad line. as it is, I always, whenever I hear Aesop, and especially new music, whenever it's something that I'm like, oh man, Aesop's killing it, I always think to myself for some reason, like, I wonder what idea would be sounding like right now. Like, to be sounding dressed like he, he would, because he, he grabbed the mic right next to him yeah, and yeah. imitate something. I back, really something believe he would have made like a full circle return to like hip hop, hip hop, like some the, raw hip hop for sure. Because I think what would have happened is he would have continued to like kind of do the uh, the alternative stuff, and at some point he would have been like, oh, I want to go back to hip hop mm-hmm. real quick, and then he would have just done it. And he would have been received very well because we're at a stage. And now. he would have run with it before yeah. when he kind of grew that hate for hip hop. Yeah. I think it was at a stage where people were like, kind of unleashed. You know, people were just, oh, there it oh, is, Roblox. Taking it back. Let me take it back. Oh, it's creepers. But creep I, call, creep I call. think, I think that where we are now with all the acceptance and yeah. everything, I think that he would have been accepted back into hip hop very for well. Sure. Oh, come on. Uh, he was ceremoniously. Never, he was never uh, blackballed or blacklisted. But I feel like he it. thinks that he was because of the so? uh, experience. I really do. I, I really think that's why he went. Was it more because of the drugs? These are more or more because of the alternative. He was doing all that other different experimental stuff. No, none of that. It was because of what he was getting. The like, uh, there's an instance where him and Sage Francis opened up, and they've talked about it. And I think that only the people closest to him know the truth of how he was really feeling. But I, by listening to his music and by seeing the direction that he went, yeah, I think this one moment had a big effect on them. I think it was 2002 or 2003, Rock the Bells, they were opening up, uh-huh. and the main act that night was Wu-Tang Clan, and they they yeah, talked yeah. about how yeah, talk. the crowd was very, uh, very uh, violent, not they violent, but just were, they wanted Wu-Tang, and they didn't come for idea and abilities, and they didn't come for Sage Francis. They didn't come from, like, a, a hip-hop, that style, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. the crowd is everything, and I think they got kind of rejected that night, I'm not putting words in anyone's mouth, but I think I, from what I've heard, there was... It was a, a completely different fan base. That was didn't a different even, fan didn't base. Didn't know them, they didn't, didn't know like them, them didn't so, want to know them. And they, like them. all they wanted to see was fucking Wu-Tang because it was like the first time they've all been together in the same place in like fucking 10 years. Uh, so everybody wanted to... I think to it was Wu-Tang, yeah. It was 1,000% Wu-Tang. Yeah, okay. And so everyone there, all they, they didn't give a fuck about anything else. It could have been... Nas opening up. Yeah, yeah. They came to see fucking Wu Tang. Got it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck is Sage Francis? Just, this guy with the beard idea. Yeah, whose idea and ability? So <clears throat> I, I, and I think that that because I have an idea. Get off the stage. Also, 
Also, I think the idea is such a purist uh, thought as like the Wu Tang fan base as being his fan base because it was such a purist yeah. of hip hop. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. think of Wu Tang as being like For pure sure. hip hop. Mm. So he probably thought, I'm just once again forecasting. He thought he was rejected by forecasting. Hip-hop. He was thinking like, oh man, that's like the core of hip hop, and uh-huh. they fucking don't want me. Mm. Like, fuck this, I'm gonna go this Got way. It. And he already was kind well, of alternative. I, I think shit. by the throat, the album was kind of his return. Like, uh, it was a little bit still alternative, but he was kind of still returning back to the. But think the about like 2017, 2018. He's um, making a full return back and doing like b-boy shit. Think about like, like this. Some fucking really upbeat. Like, yeah. Me and this guy. Oh my god. 2020 going on tour. We seen at the throat though live. Making videos. And on, on it wasn't. Shit. I was like, what is going Spitting. on right now? I'm telling you, he was rejecting. I well, get it. I get it. But and, and the, then he went on tour and he like kind of. It was we kind seen of a it live fuck you though. To hip hop fans. And he was laying yeah. on the floor and he was screaming. I go, what's going on right now? You know, now? the only reason he made the album, I'm pretty sure. He's still killing on the mic. I'm pretty sure the. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's a good album still. Now that I look back at it. It was ahead of its time. This is another one that I ahead of its time. No one's sure. ever publicly said this, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure this was a thing. Uh, the only reason that album was created and made was because they were contract contractually Rhyme Sayers with Rhyme Sayers <laughs> to make one more hip hop album. And uh, Slug was like, "Dude, you're doing like Carbon Carousel and all this shit. I need you to fucking make a hip hop album." And that was ideas. Fuck you to hip hop. Was putting out the fucking, by the throat. Hey, the window, and then the tour he went on was an even bigger fuck you because he literally like just laid on, on the stage ground. and laid on the floor. And we seen it. I'm telling you, but it was, it was, hey, a, it was it a fuck was, you. It was good, but all, at the same time, he went and he came out with shirts, white then, shirts written on an idea is dead and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like and, yeah. this is a fuck you to hip hop. Basically, like you guys had the best. You had everything right in front of you. To and this you day, fucked it off. Uh-huh. Fuck you. To that this day, great. I have the album that uh, that I I got the album. I bought, I took the cover art out, yeah. and I have laid it underneath a little piece of glass, and I, and I I put my little thing over it. And to this day, it's all the fucking guns coming out the window. It it's super sick. Like yeah, it's, it's ahead of its time. It's super for tight. Sure, like, sure. Also, by the throat is so ahead of this time. Yeah. And I, and I, I think yeah. that it's isn't it aged so yes. much? Yes. And last, I go back and I listen to it. By them. And that's such a story and it's of super idea. good. It's like I hate to say that. I'm not fucking around when I say that. It's really good. But and that's it's, the it's story ahead of its time. Idea. He was always the third ahead of and his final, time, wasn't he? third and final chapter yeah. of the idea and abilities. Yeah. ENA. But that show in particular, see, I was there not, too. Not the third. And that's the, like the fourth or fifth because no, they had no. uh, well, two six cents. What? Six cents? They had Firstborn, you then they had ENA, and then they had, uh, oh. technically, they had By the Throat. We're, six we're, cents. What's six cents? That's, that's their crew name before they were. Oh, okay. Well, okay. yeah, those are different idea. And, that's not idea and abilities. That is idea and abilities. Okay. Oh, that just was, idea that was, and abilities. Oh, that was them. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. Whoever got came with that, I didn't know that. That yeah, cover art. I didn't know that. Super hard, dude. Okay. Super idea. Hard. It's super hard, dude. Uh, Did a lot of his shit. Fucking it, but also that show. The reason why I knew that he still loved hip hop in a way is the love was still there because he brought Dose One on the stage after the show and they just fucking freestyled back and, and they forth. Kissed, for a while, uh, you know? I yeah. think I was there. I think they kissed. They made uh, out. They I know. Made I'm out. forecasting and I'm making. I'm making assumptions. But give it. Give it. Right. I don't know no, no, none no, no, of that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm not, just saying I'm from saying a you're wrong. from a pure fan's yeah, point there of view. There was still something there. Though. That's what it looked There's like to something. me. And and when you listen to Slug, um and. I've I've said this when he talks about who Lucy Ford is, he always says that it's a metaphor for hip hop. Yeah. 
It's a woman, a blonde woman with big giant boobs. But he says I met her at that show. Whenever he says, supposedly she was at that show, and it wasn't her. Doesn't he say though that it's a metaphor? He says it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for hip hop. I don't know for sure. And he always says, "Fuck you, Lucy," and so it's like a "fuck you" to hip hop. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they they are in that segment of hip hop that is definitely regarded and loved by a close fan base, but also kind of rejected by mainstream and by purists. I also feel that they're in a mood well, you know they're I mean? in a mode of hip hop where it's really changing. They're in that mode where they caught it yeah. and they change it to what they want and For then sure. they're yeah. they're at a spot where it's changing to what they yeah. don't want anymore. They were they were innovators. You know what I'm saying though? Like they caught it at a part where it was like, uh, you know, this is gonna be morphing to what I can possibly make it to for my fans to yeah. now it's like it's leaving my hands and other people are coming up and changing it. So I feel yeah. like they're you know what I mean? Like Yeah. yeah. They were on their way to trying to not let it go, but at the same time, like, we have to kind of deal. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you just can't hold on to the light without someone else grabbing at the shine, you know? Yeah. Kind of that kind of idea, you know? So they were in between. Like, it is with everybody. Like, you, like they always say your little brother's better at something you'll ever be. Like, if your little brother did this and you did it too, your little brother's better at it than you. Because yeah. it's just what happens. Like, the, the predecessor's always better because he sees what you do uh-huh. and what you don't do. Yeah. And he runs with that and he becomes better. Mm-hmm. That's just what makes the next person like, like what do they call that? Like uh, evolution, or like, uh, like when they see that the snake in the wild is getting eaten because he's part orange, so he starts turning a little black. So the next one is black. And now he is now he's an no, elite. You didn't have to go there. You stop the evolution. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? You feel me it's though? Could have stepped that evolution. Yeah, you feel me though. What I'm <laughs> saying is the next guy is always going to be a little better. So they were in between that of letting it go. So for the record, and for for you, for the record, give it to me. Give it to me. Better group. Idea and abilities or atmosphere? Oh, uh, of all I, time. Uh, of all time, yeah, idea and abilities. For the, sure. It's the small amount of content they have compared it, to It's just so good because atmosphere is a different. I don't even think of slug as atmosphere. Ant, I think of slug as ant, slug. Ant making all those beats. Can, can I say something? I'm not saying Don't you, though? Wait a minute. Before skill, you say something, no. Don't you think of pay. slug as just slug? You don't need atmosphere. You just need slug. No, no not, you, you don't need those you beats? I do, but he could be on anything. What? You don't tell me he could be on anything. In early atmosphere, in early atmosphere, you need to decay. Uh, the other fools spawn spawn <laughs> those spawn mainly hey but the, the bad the, the bad yeah, dub yeah. the bad you dub that he just released is but so listen, good can dude. i say something on a skill level i say idea and abilities but on like a um hip-hop or because hip-hop is business at the end of the day on a business level it's fucking atmosphere all day. they have a lot of albums they oh, just cre- different they've though. just created a, a whole of, a lane for a lot of rappers and mcs they're and always the head dogs of rhyme stairs, and trust you know? me i would right? i pay for an atmosphere show I'm any day right of the now, week if you're gonna go skill level idea with the raps and then abilities with the production and the scratching i take over ant and yeah, slug all day yeah. But if but that you was also go, Slug also had him as his DJ the best too. Though. Group, if you want to really say the best group, you've yeah. got to put it all in all around, and it would be atmosphere. But would idea even have abilities if it wasn't for Slug? What was that? I thought I thought he yeah. was with Slug first. Who abilities? No, I thought abilities. DJ abilities was Slug first. No, no. I don't think so. Are you no, sure? No, 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 a thousand percent. Abilities and idea are best friends from high school. They were I making music at fifteen years old. They met each other yeah, yeah. and started making music. I could have swore he was with Slug first. No, no, you're thinking of fucking who, uh, who? Mr. Dibs. Technology, possibly, possibly. Yeah, you're thinking of Mr. Dibs. But how about this though? In the general, yeah, yeah. I just can't have one without the other. 
And the, and they can't, I can't have one without the other. I can't. Atmosphere and then I gotta, abilities. No, I got to have them both. I mean, I love atmosphere, but at the same time, I like what Slug does. You know, I mean, you don't need the beat. Slug could always be good on something. He's always good on something. Dude, you're tripping. You need but the beat. But you just said too, you need bro. both. I do. I can't live So what are you either. talking I'm about? I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind over here. <laughs> you just. What do you got yeah, for you me? You just took me for a circle. What do you got for me? I'll take you in. I'll bring you in. Yeah. I was going to hit the. Outro. Hit the outro. 45 up in the <laughs> What time is it? What time is it? Oh, it's still early. 9.30. We could do a watch along. And hold on. And, for, on, and, for, the for, record, and for the record, so since we just listened to uh, Aesop Rock, who's the top dog of Rhyme Stairs? We, we addressed it before, but is it Atmosphere or Aesop Rock now? Who's the top dog In what level? Aesop Rock. About? I don't know. I guess, okay. Uh, Rhyme Stairs. Atmosphere is still doing big is things, the, is though. the president, it, CEO. Yeah. Is Aesop Rock not a big name? He's huge. Didn't yeah. you hear what yeah, Atmosphere yeah, yeah. said but on the Danny Brown show the Slug other day? Slug is the CEO. You didn't hear what Slug said on the, on the Danny Brown show? What's bigger than that? He's not the CEO. Yes, he is. Yes, he is, because you know what he said on the Danny Brown show? Wait a minute. No, you know what he said on the Danny Brown show? Okay, so he's the VP? Okay, wait a minute. He's what is he, the VP? Probably, yeah. Sick. Did oh, you not hear what he said yeah. on the Downey Brown show? That's old boy's name. He was on there and he goes, guess what? I don't want to be a part of the solution or this part in making. I just want to make sure that I don't want someone to be persuaded on the music I make just yeah. because I'm Brent such and Sayers. such. Brent Sayers, Rhyme Sayers uh, president. President CEO? Yeah. So Atmosphere's VP? I don't know. Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? And Brent Sayers is Sadiq. Sadiq. Yeah, Sadiq. That, I know that. That's the, that's Which is his boy. Yeah, yeah, of course, but yeah, That's they, maybe they maybe Slug's the VP. I don't so know. So let me ask you this. Like so that. Slug that? said straight up off the bat on the Danny Brown show, I don't want to be anywhere near what the fucking critics say because I'm I have saved everything. So why not just fucking step aside and let my music speak? Something like along those lines, you know what I mean? You Listen, there would be no rhyme sayers. Shout out to Sadiq and fucking whatever sure. sayers. Without Sluggle. There is no rhyme sayers without, without atmosphere. Yeah, without atmosphere, atmosphere no drove deal. that bus yeah, he helped, he to had, the fucking moon. He even, even states that he helped found the rhyme sayers. And he he drove guys, the bus you know? to the fucking moon. And there is no rhyme. Slug. No one knows what rhyme sayers right, is. Before you go, favorite slug song. We've done this a million Let's play times. one. Let's play one. You no, 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 no. Yeah, play. Why? What's wrong with you? Okay, check it out then. We'll we'll fucking come back and, the and after, we'll do a yeah. In the after, we'll end. do a slug list. Oh, atmosphere. Right. Wa- yeah. Yeah. You want to hear love that? Yeah. 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 that? Yes, I like your style. I like All where right. you're going. We're with. gonna come yeah. back with a fucking listen along. And right. come back with a listen along. Your boy Sluggle. We'll put out three albums, and then we're gonna fucking we're gonna have a good old Hell fashioned yeah. battle to find out what yeah, three albums are gonna Sluggle. stay. You ready for that? Yes, sir. But before we get to that, I just want to say. You're a real businessman. I love it. I, I want to say thank you so much to the man, MC Wick, MC for joining Wick. us tonight. Coming out uh, and spending time on us Friday night. Didn't have to do that. We really appreciate his time and uh, his effort that he puts forth in the music. And so go check him out t- tomorrow night with DJ Quick in Fresno. Where yes. at Fresno? Yep, Fresno. Open up for DJ Quick. Where? Uh, I can't even remember. Rainbow Ballroom. Rainbow I think Ballroom. There you go, go check him out. Check him out. You, know you, won't what it be, is. you won't be disappointed. Thank you again uh, for checking us out on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, go check us out on iTunes, Spotify, all the podcast apps. If you're listening on those podcast apps, come check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, leave a comment. All that shit helps us in the long run. Thank you to my man over here, Mr. Yons, Mr. Nonsense, Mr. Your Boy, His Boy, Their Boy, Everybody's Boy, yeah? Yo, yo, it's your boy, and thank God I pray for your soul because you're going to hell. But otherwise, listen to Milk Crates and Microphones, you fucking bastard. Otherwise, you know what? It's been good seeing you, but I'm out of here. God didn't create this shit, but we did, and I'm going to continue to create this shit every other week. 
please stay with us. You only need the edge of your seat because you're going to be on the edge of it the whole time. Couldn't have said it better myself. My boy coming out and doing his thing. Uh, go Google us, Milk Crates and Microphones. We're all over the place uh, doing this every other Friday, trying to find the best guests that we can. And they're not just hip-hop guests. You might get a Duke the Dumpster Drozzy every once in a while. Oh, and that's yeah. all thanks to the guy over here, Mr. Triple C. Hey, real quick. We're Mr. On the, what was it? We're on the road. You bastard. You better remember what your name was. What, earlier? Yeah. What was your name earlier? <laughs> Uncle Sigo. Uncle Sigo. <laughs> Uncle Sigo. That is yeah, a yeah, hard yes, ass. Uncle Why does he get the best watch, names watch all the out, time? Watch out for un- Uncle Sigo. <laughs> and hey, we're on the road to 1K. So hit that subscribe How button, does he baby. get the best names? Sig19, Triple Sig, 916, Uncle Sigo. Yep. This man is hurting Sig Nasty. Sig Nasty. You know what it is. Check him out. Thank you so much for joining us. You sick son of a bitch. We really couldn't do this without uh, people supporting us. Milk crates and microphones. We really do enjoy this and can't wait to bring you the next best thing coming on the mic. Thank you again for everything. And as always, do not kill yourself, America. Because Uncle Sigo loves you. Uh, Peace the fuck out. G's up, hose down, baby. Say goodnight, Sigo. He was ready. He was ready. Say goodnight, John. Goodnight, John. John. Wanna know why no one out pizza the hut? 75.